God damn it! Don't you quit <laughs> masturbating? That no hand jobs. I got. I no got a mic job. I got enough to juggle <laughs> without you adding Bigs bullshit to it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's Glory Hole Podcast. <laughs> Barry. <laughs> I refuse. I simply refuse to look that up. Wow. Do they have it in dot biz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made an attempt to start the show. And, and we and we, and things were going just fine. Paul Paul is is riffing away. There's a for the, for a very special episode. But we had one extra special guest that had to make her presence known. We are recording at Matt's new house. And at Matt's new house is Matt's new puppy, which we were unaware at the time was chewing through my microphone cord beneath the table, (laughs) thus breaking through. And that beautiful highlight will be at the end of the show. But for all of you that have joined us, welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number... 600! I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. The famous Paul. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. Dr. Vlarg. Deb. Professor Biggs. And we are here to do the same goddamn show we do every week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still wrestling Meg. She's trying to get my my headphones. (laughs) (laughs) She will not be dissuaded. No, it's mine. She's like, no, it's tasty. It looks like licorice. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that Matt's new place was halfway to Pennsylvania. It so is. My move has gotten a lot shorter. There you go. It's pretty great. It's not even on Google Maps. We don't exist right now. Yeah, this is yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, it pops up on Waze, and that's the only one. Because I even tried looking at just on a standard Google search, and the only thing that came up was Waze and Zillow. We had to hack this and turn on no clipping mode to get to his house. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. But it is a lovely home. It is. Yes, Very it nice. is. And Meg is a lovely puppy. Yes. Cord-eating dog. <laughs> no, she's not. Yes, she is. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> is she the Geek Shock puppy? Official. Okay. Absolutely official. Right. I thought that was Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'll we share. Can have two. I'll share. She does come at you like a torpedo, though. Like, literally, just... It, all you see is this yellow dart coming directly at you. And she before seeks you get hit. Jeff's oh. balls. Yeah. Like yeah. Nobody's I business. got... Uh, yes, she did. I got the nut shot earlier. That was not <laughs> was not pleasant. <laughs> Paul, that, wonderful to have you back on the show. Thank for this. you for having Yay. me. It's a pleasure to be here. Don't lie to the man. My wife is almost all the way in Pennsylvania now. She's uh, so I'm kind of back in the bachelor pad for a, a hot minute. Yahoo! Uh, Hookers and blow. Exactly. It's just it's just dogs. <laughs> <laughs> taking out dogs every five minutes, and you know. It's all good, though. Yeah. Packing shit. I brought more shit to give away here. (laughs) He did. Mm -hmm. It's wild when you're doing, when you're moving or just going through shit that when you think you've gone through everything, you find the other things that you need to get rid of. Yeah. It's it's getting that way. Um, I've got, yeah. Hopefully I've got time, but I need to keep on myself and keep a little bit every day. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if I talked about it here on the show, but when we were 
cleaning my mom's place out. I still had a bunch of my stuff there, including mm-hmm. um, when I started teaching, I asked my colleagues, I said, how long should I hold on to this paperwork? And they're like, oh, be safe, five years. I was like, five years? So, of course, I just threw it in a box and then forgot about it. Uh-huh. So I'm going through the stuff, and it just became a joke after a while. I was like, oh, I just found another empty box as I'm emptying, the, <laughs> emptying that box into mm-hmm. the dumpster. <laughs> but it looks good. I didn't have to go up buy any boxes. I, that, that, I is, that is helpful, <laughs> being able to dump out old boxes for new. Yep. So, gentlemen, what geeky things did you do this week? Paul, what, what did you do? Oh my god! And ladies, there, Todd. Uh, I'm so used to saying it. Absolutely. What? Deb's one of the boys. Yeah, that's right. I got to be a guest on my friend's podcast. Um, Hold on, I've got to find the exact (laughs) name of it now. (laughs) Good friend of yours, huh? Oh, best buds. Uh, But uh, (laughs) ew. Do I got? Do I got to do it? No, it's a. Do I got to do it? I'm having yes. some goddamn yes. geek shock flashbacks hey. right now. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Good story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Fun and Games podcast. Fun I wanted to games. get right. I was gonna say games. The games are fun, but it's no Fun and Games podcast. DJ Stormageddon, good friend of mine, uh, out of New York. He um, he had me come on and do a bit on Coldcept. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So I just rave about Coldcept for 10 minutes. We played the hell out of that back oh, in the day. did we ever, right? Like, so Damn Bar- right. There's Barry's your rousing endorsement right there. I'm still playing it. I've got it on my 3DS. Wow, really? Yeah, Coldcept Saga. If you don't have it yet, I would highly recommend okay. get a 3DS, get Coldcept Saga. It's as good as any version has been. Best board slash card game ever committed to video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was... Uh, Probably one of the geekiest things I did. Um, I beat Grand Theft Auto Five last week. <laughs> All right. I know. Topical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the pulse. <laughs> um, nothing if not timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hell of a game. Just meet, meet the main story thing. Didn't uh, didn't go back for you. Didn't go for hundred percent completion. Oh, geez, platinum. No. Oh, no. God no. <laughs> Just to find out he's five percent through. Even in lockdown, you don't have that much time. Jesus no, Christ. it's true. I, I did get a lot of stuff done in lockdown games-wise. I got Cuphead all the way to the final boss. Damn. Which, you know, pretty good. That's a feat. It, yeah, getting through that casino is some shit, and getting into the devil's level is a joke. Hey, for GTA, you didn't touch any of the online stuff, did you? No. No, that's just toxic. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, I watched some of those streams, and I'm like, oh, why would anyone subject themselves to this? Ugh. It's a it's a grundle pit of fromage. It's so nasty. It's so nasty. It is just the dirtiest front butt of humanity. I always thought you would like that because it's well you and two. No, all the role playing that's in that and like. Have you seen Have you seen really? the giant quotes role playing that goes on in Grand Theft Auto Online? Hey, I'm role playing. I'm a butthole. I'm a real butthole of people. Ah, role play, role play. Look at this turd coming out of me. Look at me. Look at me shoot this guy. Role play, role play. <laughs> I mean, that crappy ass version of Vampire the Masquerade we did online in '98 was more role play than that shit. Yeah, that was actually really cool. Um, why didn't they keep doing that? Uh, company problems. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, uh, 
is terrible. The online is ter- <laughs> online is terrible. I don't go online anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, I, I just had my uh, subscription renewed for PlayStation, and I'm probably going to cancel it. Yeah, the worst thing about soon. anything is other people. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's got it right, and you can't talk to anybody. <laughs> you can't see anybody. <laughs> they know what they're doing. You got to enter codes to yeah. even get to a friend. Yeah, yeah. It's real tough. It's smart. It's smart. You can't even say questionable things over the Nintendo network, right? Uh, I think. It's tricky. You can dance around it a little bit. Like, I play Splatoon 2, and there's occasionally you'll get some cryptic bulletin board posts that come up. Mm-hmm. Like, you can put up. But it's, it's a lot of hoops to jump through to get somebody to kind of make something that looks like a wiener. It's like... <laughs> If you put limits in front of people, they will find a way oh. to show you Wang. Dicks will, dicks will Dicks prevail. will prevail. Yeah. Dicks will prevail. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to do anything. Yeah, that, well, dicks and loops don't mix. That's no, no. Yeah. no. Uh, that's about it. My geekdom is uh, on pause. Yeah. You're shedding yourself of a lot of your oh geekdom. Oh, my God. I sold so much stuff to Rogue Toys. <laughs> Oh. Is it funding your move? Down payment for the house? but And I sold all my classic video game stuff, too. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Between both of those things, just over eight grand. And, I, and I mean, that's at a loss, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, yeah, what I sold, the amount of stuff I sold, and the amount of stuff I still have. <laughs> but there's a guy at Rogue Toys named Matt who uh, helped me out, and for about a month and a half I was going down there twice a week to unload shit and talk about what I was bringing and there was a, he's a big turtle guy and I had gone full on with the NECA stuff and a bunch of other things for the last three years I'd been getting a bunch of but I had to just and I bought a bunch of the 2012 stuff I had tons of it anyway I have a picture on my phone if you go there I'd say probably still right now there's a display in that rogue toys downtown that is everything except one figure was mine and i was like oh shit but i took a picture i was like now see that's the kind of loving display that i'd never have the space to do (laughs) so fine right is is this is the rogue toys the one that's like on fremont street yes okay Mm -hmm. it's in uh, neonopolis Uh, it's not on fremont it's on uh but yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking of. it's on it's down that it's down that way no 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 not that one that's that's toy something toy shack. toy shack toy shack oh okay no rogue toys has three locations here in town and one of them is downtown just away from the uh neonopolis area okay it's on las vegas boulevard if you get a chance check it out it's a great store yeah yeah it's close to the pawn shop guys the pawn stars exactly it's about oh a that block, one a block okay. from there mm-hmm. what happens to all your unwanted toys as far as as far as like, like I bring something in, they're like, no thanks. Yeah, see, Barry, they happen. go to this little island. Honestly, the, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, it's called yeah. Geek Shot. It's it, seriously. <laughs> it's, I mean, you, you did get a few little things, but it didn't really happen. Like honestly, everything I brought in, I brought in. I had twenty-five-year-old Transformers that had just been sitting, waiting. So wow. for for every five figures that were like oh geez you know because because then i'd turn around and come back the next week and see the thing that i'd gotten 40 bucks for 
going for 250 and I'm like, yeah. but it's, it's, I don't, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sitting on it either. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm not putting it up there. I'm not paying for the retail space. And I was, so I understand the business of it. So what you're saying is they got the good stuff. And then, uh, when you came over here with the bin of like the sticky anime novel, we that's a week. Okay. I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't these are all good. These are all in good condition. Yeah. yeah. These are all from, these are all from my shelf. Uh, these are not like nah. You got some good stuff there. These are not ghettoized uh, books. I didn't bring you any trash. Um, oh, did I, I don't have my UV light? <laughs> oh no, you're, you'll be fine. No, I really haven't. Uh, I don't. Ha- I didn't have that much bad stuff. That's the other thing. I kept, yeah. you, always kept, had- you always kept your stuff really well. Oh, I remember the first time when I came over and we had to catalog all your Simpsons shit for oh, sale. Yeah. Oh God, what a yeah. chore that was. Well, I've just I've packed but it was them all, all clean. Up. Yeah, it's all clean. I've still got so I've still got my Simpsons. I've still got my He Man, and I still kept my wrestlers. Okay, and that's a shitload. That is a that is a metric fuck ton of toys, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know, and that's why I'm just like, so okay, I'm good. But I but I but I sold almost every Funko Pop, which I didn't. I'm, I'm always telling myself I don't. I'm not a Funko Pop collector, and then end up like selling three crates of Funko Pops. Like, what is that shit? Uh, Wow, I need to introduce you to this stuff called cocaine. I know. <laughs> well, seriously, I, that's the other thing too is I don't look on it too bad because I did fund my move with this sideways habit of mine. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to let go of all my transformers, which was hard because this year has been yeah they're the best the best transformers ever made right now. Yeah. Well, Jesus transforming Christ. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Jesus transforming Christ. Look him up. But yeah, Transformers went. Um, Batman animated series. I had the Batmobile. I had, uh, dude, I had the Girls' Night Out five set. I had so much shit. <laughs> so much shit. The craziest thing with all the turtles was um, I sold this uh, these Mega Blocks. Before they went to Mega Constructs, they're still Mega Blocks. So like right at the end, I bought the Technodrome. That was a big treat to myself when I got the acting gig over at Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. I paid like two fifty for this damn thing at uh, uh, as one does. Well, and, and, and I never touched it. Never, never took it out of the box. It was, that was sarcasm. It, mint, 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 mint. It's beautiful. Uh, but I had every Turtle Mega Blocks ever made, Jesus. and doubles on some of the minifigs, and this one set that I bought. This Leo in the in the dojo set, oh my! Like a twenty dollars set. I turn around and it's, honestly, this little set was two hundred eighty dollars in their store the next week. I was like, holy shit! So you never know what's going to be worth something to somebody or what's super rare. But that's the other thing too. It was just sitting in my closet. So I was talking with eighty or uh, with uh, with a uh, fact check today. He called me and. He said that him listening to me give up all my shit has moved him to give away a bunch of shit too. Oh, wow. So, and I know I've inspired some of that in some of the uh, ice cream social crew too. It's mm-hmm. but it's it's hard. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of my shit. <laughs> it's hard. Well, you've got a good setup. I got well, yeah. I got a whole I got a whole bedroom that you, I can barely open the door to. Yeah, but, but uh, you but you have a place. Yes, I do. Yeah, you it, know, and it's got Andy and Duncan in it. Duncan, who by the way informed me today that his dad volunteered him to help you move, so he's ready for well, that. Well, not so much help me move. I am gonna maybe have Duncan come over and go through my comic books. You're welcome to come over too. Oh my, because um, yeah, oh I'm gonna my. try and prep a bunch of comic books for sale. Wow, I have about thirty boxes. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Trades? No, I've packed all my trades. God damn it. 
Yeah. Single so, issue. Are you, uh, how you, uh, how you liquidating them? I'm going to contact, I need to do this soon. I got to contact the guys at, uh, um, maximum. Okay. Apparently they have a comic buyer dude. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I got a guy uh, who could do stuff on eBay. Well, that was the discussion too. Like maybe front him to Cooper if he's down. That's be a, the be guy. A big, big job, but he's up he, for it. Yeah. It's oh, dude. He, he uh, one your one of your boxes of extraneous stuff. He just sat there and mm-hmm, uh, yeah, I can do something with this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh ooh ooh ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, if, if if only the box was sealed, this would be you know. Well, no, it's all just single issue. Well, we'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, That's he'll, good. He'll do you. I will tell you this: when I moved from Tennessee back to California, mm-hmm. I also I tried to eBay a bunch of stuff. Don't do an auction. Just set a price. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just set a price. Cause well, I don't. I don't want to do any of it. Like, I, 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 the experience, yeah. I, I'm just, here it is. What did you give me for it? Done. Done. I can't think too much yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. And you really can't worry too much about it. Because if anything, this last year and a half has taught us, it's just, it's too, yeah. it's over. It's over already. We don't know it's over, <laughs> but it's over. So just let it go. Just just hoard the cheeseburgers and porn, and that's it. So far, we're okay. <laughs> so far, we're in the green zone. <laughs> I don't know how much longer it's going to hold. Yeah. Cox keeps going out every other day. <laughs> and then there's the internet. Wang.com, everybody. Purplewang.com. I've got you. I've got you covered here. Hang oh, on. Hold on. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh my god. Fuck off. Steve. What happened? Steve. Wait, no, he he, he wait, thinks he's a DJ in a bad radio station. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he yeah. Thinks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Just like he, that. Really? <laughs> Fuck you. He's a bad DJ in a bad radio <laughs> station. <It's the> <laughs> Christ. It's all in the timing, uh, Mr. Acting Teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone quiet for a second. Hold on. Let me look this up. Hold on. Let me load my soundboard. Rimshot.com. Oh, oh, not that one. Oh, boy. It's not even a soundboard. It's just this. Oh, I've gone down a dark rabbit hole. Wait a minute. Hello. Pierce has come by. Oh, Get me some cheeseburgers. Oh, I'm God, ready to Suddenly, sleep. I'm interested. <laughs> oh, bald chicks that lick. Oh, I lick <laughs> Yeah. I'm in. So, so, Steve, aside from bringing a podcast to a screeching halt, what do you do this week? So, uh, um, hang on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. No, no, I gotta, no. I got to close dirtpikemilkshakes.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not over here. How'd you know that? Anyway. Um, so a couple things. I um, either heard about it uh, here or um, some other somebody else is talking about that there was a Sherlock Holmes book set in the Hellraiser universe called Sherlock Holmes and the Servants of Hell. And so I went ahead and got it, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever actually watched Hellraiser all the way through. Oh, <laughs> what? So I finally watched Hellraiser oh, all the way Todd, through. Todd, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hey, Mr. You seen outrage. <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? What? Have you you have no box to stand on, sir. That's None. right. You should watch all the, of them all the way The first Hellraiser? Don't do it! No. Yeah. Go ahead. No. You're in for an awesome night. <laughs> all of them. 
Hellraiser. I I am even though I know it's based yeah, oh on boy, what oh based boy. on what Todd has said. I know that Hellraiser three is not great. It's still got Terry Farrell in it, so I don't know. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't save it. No, true. I know Trail that is also true. <laughs> so so <laughs> wait till you get to space. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. So uh, so I did that. I did that, and then I'll get the chance to read that book. Um, and then I finished watching Loki, like everyone else. Yes, um, so nice. good. It's very nice. For All Mankind on Apple Plus TV. I don't know if I talked about that last time I was here. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and uh, Counterpart uh, with um, J.K. Simmons. Simmons. It's pretty spectacular. Um, All right, Matt, what did you do this week? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Good man. Good no, 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 man. No, no, no. That's part of no, 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 no. Uh, what was it? Yesterday we played some D and D. Yeah. Uh, yep. Doctor Vlarg was running it. Awesome game. Sound effects. Everything. Way better than uh, Commander K's game. I get paid for this. Shit. Oh, the gauntlet's been dropped there, <laughs> what K. What the hell, man? Shots fired. <laughs> pew pew pew. And then today <laughs> I've, we- I've got that. Hang on. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and then we also went to see Meow Wolf. Or, uh, went to Meow Wolf this week. Omega Mart. Yeah, today. Actually, went today. It was all right. Just too many people. Way too many people this Way time. Way too many people. It oh, wasn't wow. as crowded when I went. So, like, yeah, I feel I like I have the Delta variant. Yeah, you, you might. Great. <laughs> That's I was what masked I up. Yeah. We definitely wore our masks today. That yeah, and I'm fully vaccinated, but still, it, was, it just I, felt it like apparently doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no, I'm. I have friends who have friends who got it, and they've been fully vaccinated yeah. with two shots. Yeah. So, yep. Mm-hmm. There, there are going to be breakthrough cases when people are assholes. Gone. Yep. My mask on again. <laughs> you go. You go right ahead. <laughs> what our viewers at home <clears throat> can't see is Paul putting on a mask. <laughs> well, since some of us have been out, and with that's the all I did. Unwashed masses, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Kirsten, what did you do this week? I saw Black Widow for a second time. Ah, and I saw I oh. finished I finished Loki myself. I thought you went um, to the North Side. No, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially when he said he finished Loki himself. Yes. <laughs> Ball chicks to lick. Wait, what? Loki ball chick. I did. I don't. I don't remember seeing that variant. You don't remember bald Loki? Bald Loki. Bald rimming Loki. <laughs> bald rimming Loki. You gotta get Disney Plus Plus. I guess so. X X X D. Dis- Disney asterisk. <laughs> it's like a cat's puddle. <laughs> The X stands for extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> the asterisk stands for ass. <laughs> Man. I actually, you know, is one thing I really liked is that Rick, Richard Grant, face his face looks like a great classic Loki from the comics. Looks like yes. a, a Jack Kirby. He did. John Buscemi. He did it. That was great to you know, see. They, they made the costume cheesy deliberately, but his face... In that hood and helmet, it's like, wow, that's actually like drawn from the '60s. That was great. That whole thing was entertaining. I like my variation on Jeff's theme. I like alternate universe stuff, so he loves the time travel, and that was just a load of fun. 
So I did enjoy that. Well, it looks like you're both going to be satisfied very soon. Yeah. Yeah, really? Oh, man. Yeah. That's, I, sold, so, I sold all my Marvel figures, too. <laughs> no. um, just seeing all these guys like, oh, oh. And did you see the new one that's just, that just got announced? No. A over three foot tall Galactus. Yes, yes, yes. I have <laughs> wow. seen that. Yes. $300. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. $400. Is it? I think oh, so. Shit. Well, once three. Paul takes it to oh, Rogue right, Toys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but that was the thing. I, I met up with uh, Big Black a couple weeks back mm. and I told him I sold all my Marvel figures and he goes, did you sell the Sentinel and the, the Build-A-Figure uh, Galactus that I gave you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, all right, I guess that's payback for me not getting you that kill door. <laughs> he was right. That motherfucker. I asked him for one thing that Comic-Con. <laughs> that 2000X Keldor Comic-Con exclusive. He had it in hand and then traded it for an Optimus Prime. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> so payback's a bitch. <laughs> years ago <laughs> <laughs> well that that shit stays with you I, you know I, those moments never come back we do not forgive <laughs> or forget <laughs> uh i don't know steve i do anything else this week well i played D D. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there were many uh cards drawn from the deck of many things <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah um your character torgo is yes. uh drew the don john card so he's He's gone. He's Somewhere in a void. In oh, a void. it's the void card? Yeah. Pretty wow. much. Different, but yeah. No, okay. Close. Yeah, he's being shot with a fire hose with, you know. <laughs> what is he, prison. in jail? <laughs> getting, the, getting the powder thrown on him. He, what? he found the marble in the oatmeal, and now he gets to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is a deep cut from UHF. Paul hasn't been to that website. <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> Damn, every f- time you guys mention websites, I look. I, I instinctively look to see if I can buy them and set wow. them up in ten minutes while other people are talking. Man. Stanley so Spadowski's horny fire hose. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten, he was the very first visitor to that website. Uh, <laughs> which I'll have you know, by the way, dirtbikemilkshakes.com is available, and so is Steve's Glory Hole Dog. Oh, all right. <laughs> I can't wait to not go to that one. It's got sound when you go into it. It's really annoying. (laughs) One of the one of the funny things too, Todd, is you. (laughs) It's great now that Steve has the headphones. He's he's sitting there staring at his hands on the microphone, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, God, oh." I just saw the most satisfying thing. I saw Torgo just go ahead and just mute his mic. (laughs) Turn that dial to negative one. (laughs) With a dirty look. But uh, Todd, your character, whose uh, new name is TC. TC. Todd's character. Todd's character. Because we couldn't remember your fucking name. No idea. I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, How with it? But um, he, he drew one card actually first. He drew the... Uh, the Vizier, I think. The, uh, no, that was, was one of the other characters. Oh, he drew the, the, the You Got a Castle. Yeah. Oh, he, you have he, a castle. You have a castle. It belongs to you. It's all yours. Okay. And, and, and Sounds good. Then, yeah. then he drew Don John <laughs> and went so, so, to the... So I can't go to my castle. Well... Maybe you're there. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking maybe the Don John is in the castle. Oh, then I'm happy. Yeah. Well, 
Oh. Yeah. Not with the fire hose. Not with the fire the hose. Oatmeal, apparently. In the oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, your, your cards are gone. Yeah, we, we, actually, we actually made him give the cards up. Oh. Splurg gave them over. Yeah, Splurg took the cards. He valiantly tried to get people to draw. They didn't draw. Valiantly. They died. I can't believe you, first of all, incorporated the deck of many things ages ago, and you guys are still drawing from it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chaos. At this point, it's all your own faults. Every one of you. DMs listening, put the deck of many things yes. in your game, and watch your players just cause absolute chaos and break your world because it's hilarious. The campaign yeah. writes itself. Yeah. I don't know what people are complaining about. You don't have yeah. to spend weeks designing I some know. fucking okay, railroad. No, You're in a 10 by 10 room. There's a table on there and then there's a deck of many things. That there. There you go. Campaign's written. There you go. Yeah. That's Barry's it. one page campaign right there. Yeah. <laughs> Pay what you want. On dmsguild.com. <laughs> it's the $5 adventure. Yeah. Now so, I've got to do that. Berg has minus two on all saving throws now. Yeah, he got Forever. cursed. No. Yeah. Did we use that? Did you use that during our uh, campaign with the uh, no, Piff? No. no, no I would have no, gotten no. two out of Jesus Christ, Jesus no. Christ, oh, no. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was already like hurting like rabid cats. Yeah. And that's just... As we expected. Yeah, but you know what? I really was surprised with you were on point. It yeah. was it was inspiring watching Paul cold? Paul Mattingly keep a, a a campaign session on track. Well, <laughs> I was the ambassador at that point. <laughs> I was the guy who played D anD D and appreciated it, you know. So I had to actually try and make it uh, make it to where they uh, they all we got a dog emergency <laughs> eating a cap. Uh, Make it to where they all liked it too. I mean, and they think they did. Yeah, oh, I, I, they had a great time. And yeah. you did, you did a masterful job. I, I it highly, was highly it, recommend you hire Barry for your next yes. bar mitzvah or whatever D and D campaign. I come dressed as a furry. We there play special go. games. It's great. Yeah. It was good. It was really fun. If you guys haven't seen it, we played with Piff, and it was really cool. One of my favorite moments was Piff going, "No, no, Barry, I'll tell you what happens." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let's go. He's a handful. <laughs> I was face palming in like the first fifteen oh, minutes. Man. Like, oh, this is how this is gonna go. Yeah, but it worked out well. We got to the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeff, what'd you do this week? Uh, so I also got to see Black Widow. Uh, also finished Loki. Uh, absolutely, I think that's literally my favorite series of the uh, the three so far. Um, and then I also went to uh, check out a new place that just opened here in Vegas called Back to the 80s Cafe and More. Oh. Ooh, how is that? Tell me about this. It's it's very 80s. In fact, uh, after you post the episode, Todd, I have a video I shot there, and I will post that up on our YouTube, and I will also cross-post it both on uh, the Ugly Couch Show webpage as well as the Shock Monkey's Lair. Wunderbar. Give, but us, it's give us the very, very cool. So when you, when you walk in, uh, George McFly... <laughs> is the person who takes your order at the counter as a George McFly impersonator that they have on staff there really? to take your order. Uh, everything is very old school. Like the the actual, they have printed menus, but the actual menu board is the old school little letters that you have to stick <laughs> in the slots. And it's the old classic Pepsi logo. Uh, Are the prices in the 80s? <laughs> no, the prices are very modern prices, uh, but they have a really good menu. They have several really excellent burgers. 
Uh, I got a Monte Cristo, which was very, very tasty. I do, you don't see those that sandwich on a lot of menus anymore, but they did that one really well. Uh, you'll see a lot of this stuff in the video uh, after I post it, but uh, I got to talking with uh, uh, the, the impersonator who I guess is also like a part investor in the, in the place and then the, uh, one of the other investors. And some of the upcoming things they have, they have... Uh, uh, Michael Jackson impersonator that's going to be performing after July 22nd here and there. Uh, they're they're not once, a joke he's, for kids. once he's finished his uh, contract at the Chuck E. Cheese. You want some of these French fries? Uh, <laughs> you don't, Just <laughs> reach down in my pocket. Just reach down and get a hot one. Get in the <laughs> and they can they get the old man from The Simpsons so too? Huh? Oh, 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 you the Family Guy guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm confused. <laughs> Uh, but they've also got uh, some karaoke coming up. Uh, so they're, I just checked it before we started the podcast to make sure they're in the process of redoing their website to update on all these things that I'm talking about here. So well, it's an old website from the 80s. No, no, no. Well, they put Jesus a, Christ. PBS. They put a very dialogue. green letters. Their original website was very basic. Uh, I guess they hired somebody to do it. They wrote it in basic. It's it's coming up with all of the stuff. HTTP uh, one frames and blink tags and shit. Comic Sans, do it. It wasn't Fortran. <laughs> Subroutine. You got a uh, gopher to it. Load asterisk comma eight comma one. I'm the Michael Jackson impersonator. I'm the BBS server. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> it's like bet- it's between. <laughs> It's between uh-huh. Ludmilla and Robot in Jail somewhere. <laughs> oh. Mean it. Just mean it. Oh, my God. Hee hee. Ah-hoo. Okay. Moonwalk. No one can see what I'm seeing right now. It's just, it's like that, it's like I went 15 years in the past, and Paul's doing the dumbest shit, and I can see Jeff's face. He's crestfallen. He's like, I got this great, oh, just go ahead. <laughs> Nothing changes. I'm just curious as to when they they're going to do the salute to the Huxtable family. Uh, oh, well, you know, <laughs> follows the Jackson tribute. I'm Bill Cosby on the '80s website. Who <laughs> who? <laughs> Google boo. Drugs. <laughs> Pudding like, pop. Thank our sponsor, Red Roofy Inn. <laughs> Rape. <laughs> Thirty plus credible accusations of rape. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America, Rudy. <laughs> you just gotta, you gotta let it out. Yeah, let him burn it out. There's that new Bill Cosby sandwich, the technicality. <laughs> <laughs> you get that free after three years. Oh boy. <sighs> Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Did I bring the house down? I've got a glitch. The technicality. <laughs> Anything else you do, Jeff? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> is there what is there are there video games in the place? Uh they do have a couple. They have some more they're trying to acquire. Uh they had Zaxxon and uh uh one of the, the the older Pac-Man cabinets that was modified that, that you can play both Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man on. Cool. Uh, 
I have a lot of uh, 80s memorabilia around there, some old Star Wars toys, uh, uh, like the, an old Chucky doll. Well, there's uh, plenty to pick up from so toys. There's so much stuff. You'll, you'll see... <laughs> Got rid of all my Star Wars. Things. You'll see a lot more of this in the video. I'm, I'm literally trying to go off of memory right here. Uh, but you know, they have uh, horror statues from the 80s. Horror statues. <laughs> okay. Hey, do they have those those uh, red plastic tumblers that you used to get in the old Pizza Hut locations? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yes, yeah. yes, they do. They actually. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Uh, there you go. But yeah, uh, the staff there is all very friendly. Uh, how, the day that I was there, Did they serve ecto cooler. They were well. They they didn't serve ecto cooler, but the staff was all dressed up in Ghostbusters jumpsuits for the whole day that I was there, except oh. for the George McFly. They do like uh, themed days impersonator. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know if this is like every day or if that was just that particular day. Uh, it was kind of overwhelming when I was there, just trying to check everything out and then record it all, but. Uh, uh, they have an area that is a bar. They're just waiting to get their liquor license. So there will be an area that will be more for uh, you know the adult crowd. And then they have the regular part of the cafe that will be for all ages. Uh, they have a lot of things that they're wanting to do coming up. Like I said, uh, they're, they've got karaoke coming up. Uh, they have impersonation nights where you'll have performers who are uh, you know hey. 80s pop person- impersonators. <laughs> do they serve tab? Uh, it's they, they serve Pepsi. They it's Pepsi products, it's gone. So. but they got to give you shit for ordering tab. Yeah, How right. can you even start a tab and you haven't ordered yet? And it's not that's a '50s cafe. There's no more oh. tab. I want to say Zima, but I think that was a '90s. Thing. That's, yeah, that's more. 90s. 90s. Yeah, that was early. No, yeah, early you, to mid '90s. You want the Bertles and Jeans or wine coolers for them? Or Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler, as as promoted by Bruce Willis. Golden Wine Cooler. Was it promoted by Bruce Willis? Yes. Or was it? Promoted by, by Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, if you are in Vegas, uh, check it out. It's on Maryland Parkway, right next to UNLV. Uh, it's it's really cool. Quick, while there's a building um, still there, they've got <laughs> yeah. It's it's a work in progress. They're, they they're, they've got out. a lot of cool stuff already decorated, but they have a lot of more stuff that they're trying to incorporate into the design. And it's uh, I think it's going to be a neat what was little your space. Thing you saw there. Uh, interestingly enough, they had the the old school Return of the Jedi uh, Jabba the Hutt set uh, that I had when I was a kid, and they have it in the box there, and it just like it was the thing that drew my eye because I was like, I remember that, I had that. Uh, they have a few other things the that I had, but that was the crumb. one. Yep, absolutely. But that was the one that that just sticks out in my memory because it was just it was like right there on the shelf. Uh, um, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, like I said, I'm going to post the video. You guys can all see my adventure there. Is that the so, one where you turn the knobs on the side of it and the grates open? And yeah. You, uh-huh. The craziest thing about that, I didn't understand that uh, because the grate didn't open like that in Return of the Jedi. And now Jabba is supposed to sit on top of those grates. And yep. it's only like a little inch deep thing. So you, he would like put Luke in the grates and then Jabba just... Jabba just slides over it. So in my mind as a child, I thought maybe Jabba's just shitting on Luke through these grates. <laughs> That's well, the torture. I don't. It's, I don't it's get interesting it. you say that because when I uh, when I Steve when I got was that just toy, on that website. <laughs> oh yeah, Jabba shitting on Luke.com? <laughs> when I got that toy, uh, my friend Greg that lived two doors down got the the Rancor. So we had between the two of us 
that scene from Return of the Jedi. So I took this cardboard box, this really big cardboard box, and I cut some slits into the top so that you could put Jabba in there, and he would slide forward. We built a trap door, and we put the Rancor in there, and we did the whole scene. And, nice. from and, and then his friend shit through the slits <laughs> right on Luke. Okay. Hey, accuracy. So, accuracy. You know, <laughs> just what an amazing coincidence that you bring that up. Shitthroughtheslits.com. Huttbuttplayset.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. .com. It's a German site. .de. .shiza. .shiza. Barry. Barry's check of .shiza. You know it. No. You know I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it. Ladies and gentlemen at home, that's what's called a, a like a, a recall, uh, and it's a failed one. No. No. Give it five more times. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's the old geek shock we remember. Yeah, Weird, that's, that's why they brought me out here to foil him. Weird, fucked up sounding uh, Michael Jackson on a BBS. That's that's the new robot in jail. <laughs> Deb, what did you do this week? <laughs> well, actually, <clears throat> most of what we've talked about are things that we did this week. So, you know, Loki, Black Widow. D&D, uh, Meow Wolf. Um, Barry and I did make it to the new pinball location. That's right. Yeah. Barry got the number four highest daily <laughs> score he did. on the Hobbit machine. He did. I'm a winner. <laughs> I actually got number three on the Oz machine. So, you know. So yeah. Deb's more and of a winner than Barry? He couldn't even <laughs> place on that one. So. <laughs> Barry, what has happened to you? We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Um, so let's see something new. So I've been reading the Poppy Wars trilogy ah. and I'm on book number three. Um, so I've been trying to get through that. I started that last week. So, so from the beginning has it gotten better, worse, the same as far as your interest in it. I mean, I've enjoyed it. There are parts. It, it's definitely one of those stories that is really, this will fit. I was going to try what the fuck is going on? Do you remember the time when we fell in love? Oh, oh, Mattingly. Oh, shut up. I hate you. Oh, oh my hair. He's doing Paul Mattingly's impression of me. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! Oh, what's no. the matter, Paul? That Mountain Dew not agree with you? It tastes like a coconut candle. <laughs> in, in today's what's going in my mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say we should have set that up. Oh. <laughs> it was a surprise. What's going in your mouth? But you were like, oh, like every Saturday, Paul. Yeah. Paul is drinking Mountain Dew Baja Flash. And it's good, right, Torgo? It's awesome. I, I like, like it. it. I like it too. Paul, what does however, it say on it? Uh, a blend of pineapple and coconut flavors? Yeah, a blend. <laughs> Focus on the coconut. It's just coconut water. <laughs> coconut water? No. I guess it's not water. It's I guess we all just don't have as discerning a palate as Paul. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I'm drinking water. so It smells it like the, the dumpster water in a Mexican tourist trap. Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah, the bar mat. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's, got, it's got bar mat vibes. 
Yeah. This week's episode brought to you by Mountain Dew. Yeah, especially Mexican when, bar mat. You know, back when I was working at Hard Rock, yeah, I can I can see where you come right? from that. Yeah, Tijuana bar yeah, mat. Yeah, it's a little bit of well, what else can we put in this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got this candle. This doesn't taste very good. Covered up with coconut. <laughs> it's like the street in front of Senior Frogs, like the day after a party. Oh God, damn it! This is this is the girl you take home from Senior Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what this is. That's like her breath, and you get close, and you're questioning. You're like, do I do this, or do I just quietly God, like, go if away? If you put if you put some tequila and a shot of sunscreen on this, you got to take <laughs> the Tijuana twat drop right there. Oh my God! Oh my God. <laughs> looking that one up. <laughs> what else you do, Deb? <laughs> Uh, Poppy War Trilogy is good. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Barry, what do you do this week? Um, I was currently looking up TiamataTwatDrop.com, but uh, I no longer care. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I ran D&D for the old Vegas crew. That was the big thing. Um, I almost killed your character, and that was awesome. Uh, and I'm trying to talk over these morons. <laughs> Yeah, what he's not telling you, there's no ice in his glass, and he just had it warm. Of course it's going to taste like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently it has to be below tasting level of, co- of coldness. You have to shock your taste buds it before it becomes edible. It has to pass clearly over your taste buds. Sort of like American beer. Without it, without it has to be, them. yeah. Oh. I will say warm, yeah. I can see it not being such a great experience. And 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 the the fridge is too full. There, no more will fit in there. So that's so. like the gutter water in, senior, in front of senior frogs the day after a party on a hot day. So, <laughs> yeah. So oh wow. Okay. That really does make it sound worse. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Mountain Dew Baja Flash is the IPA of. Uh, <laughs> That's and sh- fully that's approved sh- by Geek Shop. It's a strange oh. comparison. <laughs> oh, what did I do? Um, well, you know, I do what Deb does. Deb does what I do. What the hell? We don't, you know, we, we do the same geek shit, except I don't read Proppy War. Deb um, and Mr. Deb. That's it. Eat shit. <laughs> well, you just said. Eat You just said. And I will have you know that my pinball skills have eroded over the past oh, year and a yeah, half. It's age. I was not doing well when I visited the pinball museum. Ooh. There will be more. I will go back. I will be going back before... Wait for it. VlogCon! Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Which is why I'm here. So tell us, (laughs) this is the week, so tell us about VlogCon. Well, uh, you should be a part of the most amazing live event that has ever taken place on any planet in the known universe, and that's VlogCon. And don't believe me, go to the website. Vanilla Sluts Love Chocolate Dick.com slash VlogCon. Because it's written right there, and anything written on the internet... Is true. Apparently. Yes. Especially when Barry himself writes it. That's be- <laughs> beside the point. Um, no, uh, we've got the Crown and Anchor Reserve from 6 to 8 p.m. Not the whole thing, just part of it. And then, you know, we'll hang out afterward, obviously. Uh, if you're unvaccinated, wear a mask, please. If you're unvaccinated, don't come. Yeah, or just yeah. shit. Yeah. You're not invited if you're unvaccinated, yeah. Yeah. period. That's yeah. really Pretty much. That's really what it comes down to, yeah. 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 Um, and, and that's to everybody visiting Nevada. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fucker. This goes out to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> this goes out not to vaccinated, everyone. just stay home. 
So we've got lots of events. I mean, just a litany of events. Of course, they're all, unfortunately, due to scheduling issues, all taking place at 6 p.m. So I guess I'll just gather everyone around, and I'll just run through the events very quickly, and then we can get to drinking, which is really what we're going to do anyway. That's the purpose, yeah. That's, that's pretty much the purpose. Will they have thing. Mountain Dew Baja Flash? Um, that is banned. <laughs> Tijuana Twat Drop, also banned. I want to order that. No, no um, we I really might, do want to order that. We might this be going. Friday. We I, might be going to. We might be taking a little <laughs> visit to the what the hell? Ladies and gentlemen, the official mascot today of Geek Shock, I guess Meg, Meg the cord eating dog. She wants more cable, apparently. <laughs> no, Keep we on. we when the funk starts, <laughs> don't stop me get enough. Keep on. See, see, when the funk starts, I was gonna it's say on, something. It's only the third like, time. Two more times, and it's gonna be killer. Speaking of enough cable, till the funk starts, we're gonna be taking a. We're gonna be taking a. Mama quick... say, Mama say, Mama Mama say. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I love that. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be going to the double down. You're going to the double down. Yes, the happiest place that's, on earth. Don't argue you, with me. It's the happiest place on earth. It says so right above the, the most you. disgusting yes. place on earth. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. It is. Well, I've always thought that's, long ago, that's the point. I want to take a group picture. Whoever's with me in the bathroom. It's not even charming, disgusting what? anymore. It's no. literally that, just that, disgusting. That shit's admissible in court. Yes. It's got spirochetes <laughs> hanging off of every light fixture. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna get a Tijuana twat drop anywhere, it's gonna be at the Double Down, uh, and yeah, that will go somewhere be, better. It won't be in a glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, you pour that shit in your hand and you huff, you huff it. <laughs> You they get call, in there, and call, then you put it in your mouth. They call that Andy style. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do this week. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> and I've been running games and, you know, just doing that. HoustonDungeonMaster.com and starting my own goddamn business. That's a whole other thing. That's not geeky. That's not geeky. That's just What are me. you talking about? The, ge- the geeks are taking over the earth. That's very geeky now. Yeah, I'm just doing my own freelance. You're gonna, thing now. you're That's gonna all. be it's a billionaire in ten years. But hopefully, it'll free me up to do more geeky stuff. Well, yeah. Because the worst thing I think about um, about uh, the lockdown and about working from home was uh, I was in the front of the computer eight, ten hours a day, and then the la- the, le- the, l- the last thing you want to do is sit in front of the computer again to play games and whatnot. And, and yet, that's what you did with Minecraft every night. No, no, I played Minecraft while I worked because I hated my job. Wow, there's there's no no on his lips, but yes, yes, and Deb's head nod. Yeah. Yeah, ignore this. Look at Deb. <laughs> we do. That That's the source of truth right there. Yeah. Uh, let's move the show on, my friend. Yes. Let's do some news you don't give a shit about. Brought to you by... The new Mountain Dew flavor. Oh, watch the dog is eating stuff. Chewing on uh, Steve. <laughs> I wonder what that was. Yeah. Pretty soon Steve's going to be all like... The moment she touches the mic stand, I know because I can hear it. Because it comes through the mic. Yeah. It's so like, like Steve's sweaty hands all over a microphone. Don't. <laughs> oh. Now she's just chewing her thing. Yeah. She's fine. He's fine. I, Steve's the problem now. Look, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, you look like a virgin on prom night. <laughs> what the hell? Can you, hold this you, look like a you look like you lost your purity ring, and you're like, fuck it. Hmm. I'll handle this with two fingers. 
Just just drive me home afterward. <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers of Tijuana twat drive. Wait. Does this does this do anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks for giving us the visual on the audio show. Dirty Diana. Oh. That's number four. Dirty Diana. Oh. I'm counting down Dirty to when Diana. I don't have to hear that anymore. Oh. Dirty Diana. Let me be. Now I'm also picturing like bad, you know, kiss uh, golf place animatronics <laughs> and just. Dirty Diana. Oh. <laughs> That'd be the way to get away from uh, copyright infringement. <laughs> just, just be bad just enough. Just do it terrible. Yeah. yeah. So far into parody that it's like what? <laughs> or, or or you just don't bother talking to anyone. Apparently, that's how it works in Southern California. <laughs> no wonder that whole town's on fire. <laughs> they just don't give a shit about. <laughs> you oh, missed yeah. your chance. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it hurt me. Uh, I don't think "missed" is the right word. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't give a shit about. Mac and cheese has become an ice cream flavor. Oh, I saw what? that. The limited edition flavor created in celebration of National Mac and Cheese Day, which apparently is a thing, by Kraft Macaroni and Cheese and Van Llewellyn Ice Cream, hit stores Wednesday. The ice cream is gluten-free, carries with it Kraft Mac and Cheese's iconic yellow-orange color. Van Llewellyn sells it for $12 a pint alongside its other flavors, which include Earl Grey tea ice cream as a, and a variety of other vegan options. Well, at least it did. Ooh la la. Before the site crashed because of the number of people trying to buy it. <laughs> Earl Grey, frozen. <laughs> Quote, it's definitely cheesy, said Eater writer Mary McCarthy on NPR's Morning Edition. Continuing, it's a little funky, a little salty, a little sweet. <laughs> well, that that sounds like the Michael Jackson uh, BBS <laughs> entertainment. You ever have a diabetic come hard in the back of your throat? <laughs> wow! <laughs> and that's five! Whoa. That wasn't Wait a song. I don't recognize five. that song. I don't recognize that song. Also, five is just when it starts oh, to get good. shit. Deb just left. <laughs> I, think that was from his, I think it was from his ghost track. Uh, continuing, but altogether, I'd say it just kind of comes together. It's very creamy and buttery, and it's a lot better than you think it's going to be. Can unquote. you can you say that sentence again? Please? Nope. Can you please say that? I'm sentence? not I'm saying begging that again. you. No. I want to rewind this. It's creamy and buttery. It's creamy. And the buttery. the flavor is Sweet. currently sold out at all markets. Tasty. It, it comes together. Divine. You, you want to read it? Want to give it a? Sh- want to give it a roll? It's a little delicious. (laughs) It's a little salty, a little sweet. But it altogether, I just say it kind of comes together. Tasty. It's very creamy and buttery. Divine. And it's a lot better than you think it's going to be. Keep your rear holes empty and ready. (laughs) Well, thank you, Frankenfurter, for joining us for that reading. (laughs) I see you shiver (laughs) with... Epilepsy. <laughs> Shiver with craft dinner. Uh, fattening up our tapeworms. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you remember that? Well, not that, not, not that way. Huh? Not by that particular way, but... No, do you remember that, that Kids in the Hall skit? 
No. Those two guys that I only don't. eat craft dinner. They eat craft dinner with ketchup, and the craft dinner company comes and gives them a lifetime supply of craft dinner and ketchup because that's oh, all wow. they eat. And their song is Hody Oton Day, fattening up our tapeworms. Because <laughs> they eat like <laughs> that's all they eat. <laughs> Thank you for that trip down memory lane from 20 years ago or a skit that no one remembers. Is that, Kids in the Hall's coming back. Is that, yeah, 90s or 80s? Will that be at the 80s cafe? or? <laughs> oh, that was. Early nineties. Oh well, the early nineties cafe. There you go. Yeah. Maybe you don't give a, sh- maybe you don't give a <laughs> shit about <laughs> what, Todd? <laughs> just, just moving along. <laughs> Try. The long shelved animated series Star Wars Detours looks to be remaining that way indefinitely. Oh yeah. Despite Star Wars creator George Lucas's involvement in the project and the completion of thirty nine finished. Broadcast ready episodes. Really? What? It has been locked away. Oh, they, they that's just the way they do things now. <laughs> Quote We finished the episodes almost 10 years ago, and so there'd be a bit of reconfiguring with the yeah. existing stuff to make it something that Disney Plus <laughs> would release as a Lucasfilm offering. A, a bit. Explained series creator Seth Green. Continuing, and the way it's been explained to me is there hasn't been enough interest high enough to go uh-huh. through that would. It would take to put it out, and that there isn't an interest in releasing this content on Disney Plus from Lucasfilm. No, he's <laughs> talking about Poison Pill. It'd be nothing but thong song references, and just I mean, and it's all CGI. Have you? I've seen bits of it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You seen it? No. Oh no. yeah, it's a it's it's inappropriate humor. It was when Family Guy was at its apex. Okay, and so imagine Family Guy style irreverence. Crammed into Star Wars with um, sort of, let's say, like caricaturistic uh, CGI. Ten years, it'll be on a bootleg at Comic Con. Oh, oh, it's already. You can get bootlegs. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Star Wars Detours was announced back in 2012 at Star Wars Celebration 6. It would have been another partnership between Lucasfilm Animation and Robot Chickens and Matt Seinrich and and Green following the studio's three Star Star Wars specials. Episodes were roughly six minutes in length, and 62 more episodes were written and awaiting animation. Unfortunately, before they could make it to air, Disney bought Lucasfilm and decided to go in a different direction tonally, focusing on the sequel trilogy as well as the more tonally serious animated series designed to expand and build out the universe rather than continue to poke fun at it. We might have been better off with that show <laughs> than the, the sequel trilogy. Dong song. Hey, Bad Batch and Rebels are amazing. I haven't watched uh, either. Oh, they're good. Oh, they're good. really good. <laughs> well, Chopper so. is my favorite droid of the entire there you universe. Go. My there favorite, you go. and I am so I hear pissed. Good things about Rebels. Oh, Chopper's amazing. I cannot wait. And I'm being on a table. I'm sorry. About? I can't find toys. They don't have toys of Chopper. They don't have stuffed animals. They there's don't a have there's a black series. There he's is, hard to get. He's hard to get. He's expensive as hell. I've been trying to find him. I can't find him. Well, eBay will get you, but it'll be. There you go. I'll get you. Bucks. Shock yeah. monkeys, go on the lookout. Rebels and Bad Batch. Watch it. You don't give a shit about George Romero's first zombie movie, Night of the Living Dead, is getting an animated adaptation from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment this fall. I care about that. Per The Hollywood Reporter, which first broke the news, the project is titled Night of the Animated Dead and directed by Jason Axon, who did 2019's To Your Last Death. 
Romero's final unmade zombie project, Twilight of the Dead, is currently in active development with the director's wife, Suzanne Romero, leading the charge. Prior to the filmmaker's passing in 2017, there was a crowdfunding campaign for another animated take on Night of the Living Dead, subtitled Darkest Dawn. Uh, given that the classic title is in public domain, Romero did not have to give permission for the project, which debuted in the summer of 2015. Night of the Animated Dead shambles into digital DVD and Blu-ray sometime this fall. The original theatrical distributor, uh, Walter Reed Organization, failed to place a copyright indication on the prints of the original Night of the Living Dead. That is how it fell into public domain use. That was going to be my question. Did you ever see, this was 93, there was this bootleg VHS, Night of the Dawn of the Attack of the Return of the Rebels of the... It was No! It was Night of the Living Dead Okay, with cheesy uh, motorcycle gang porn in the middle of it. And I use the term porn loosely. It was just motorcycle girls in bikinis. Oh, sort of like a Russ Meyer. Interspersed, yeah, type thing. into the... Maybe... Uh, into Dawn of the Dead, or into mm. uh, Night of the Living Dead, rather. Which, and that was, that was that first time we were like, this is, what the, and, 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 and that's because right. nobody and, had rights to it. It was yeah, crazy. Anybody can do anything they want with the original Dawn, uh, sorry, uh, Night of the Living Dead, period. It was before copyright law changed in the 70s, yep. and so you had to basically put your copyright stamp at the title. The original uh, title of the show was like Attack of the Flesh Eaters or something like that, and they turned it into Night of the Living Dead. When they switched that title card over, they didn't put the copyright symbol on it. Therefore, the moment they showed it the very first time in the theater, it went into public domain because it was forgotten. Wow. That's and, how you do it, Steve. That's also why uh, Charade is in public domain. It's so they, They've changed the rules since, so you can't get away with that now. Uh, but Romero... Didn't make a dime off of that movie. Now, of course, you could argue that because of the movies subsequent after that, he did just fine. Don't worry about Romero. He's fine. But still, that is such an iconic and yeah. and movie-changing film. Yes. That it's, Genre-defining. It's, yeah, so that it's terrible. Genre-originating. Creating, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's terrible that he didn't get his just due for all of his hard work and contribution. Well, then, and then conversely, for uh, Don... It's almost impossible to get that film because yeah. of the legal rights and ramifications. I finally found a bootleg myself. Oh wow! And watched it during lockdown. Very good lockdown watching if you're ready to really throw in the towel. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, it really it just it solidifies all of it. It's like okay, yeah, we're done. We're, we're good. <laughs> it's great. See, I thought the mac and cheese uh, ice cream was like the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. That's just like well, it's uh, definitely a symptom. Yeah, yeah. Cheeseburgers are what lack about, of cheeseburgers. Are well, nice. what about cheeseburger ice cream? We'll see. <laughs> Every, whenever people do cheeseburger flavored stuff, it's the lettuce that fucks it up. Yeah. <laughs> they put that lettuce flavor in there, and yeah, they throw a dill or something. Bother, like cheeseburger don't. pizza, they they throw a little lettuce in that. Well, it just that's sucks just cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. But if they try and make it like more cheeseburgery, yeah, it's gross. I've seen lettuce on it in the Midwest. <gasps> On a cheeseburger pizza? Barf City. <laughs> Barf City. Well, you know that's Midwest, a big chain in the like Midwest. Pizza places at gas stations. And you just, oh, it's yeah. One of those. Oh, jeez. Wow. The you, gas you, station you, doesn't you, always make it a bad thing. I was going to say, no, you're sure that's like not accidental lettuce that fell on it? <laughs> <laughs> 
while they were making the ham sandwich, the oops. Uh, That's a good name for yeah. for a, the new salad bar. Accidental cheeseburger. Accidental what? lettuce. Accidental. <laughs> <laughs> a great name for a salad bar. If, if, if salad bars ever come back, man. Well, it's certainly not going to be called Soup Plantation again. (laughs) Why do you got to stab Steve directly in his heart? He didn't just stab it. He twisted the knife. Oh, Mattingly, you bastard. (laughs) Look at the man. What was it called? Soup and Salad? Super salad super is the one out here, salad. right? Super yeah. salad. Super the one where my ex-girlfriend worked there and used to go there all the time and, like, ogle her. I didn't yes. care. <laughs> yes. Sit down. Well, she would always come over and talk, and I had no idea what that relationship was. It's just like, oh, why is this hot waitress always coming over here and talking to us? All right. <laughs> 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 and then one day, Steve showed up alone and... She never came by. Oh, no. <laughs> that was it. Can I have a reef? Okay. I'll get it myself. It's okay. I'm here all the time. <laughs> Accidental letters. <laughs> In the bathroom. Fun fact, she's a doctor now. You missed her chance. Oh, What's yeah. she a doctor of? PD, uh, pediology. Kids. <laughs> Pediatrics. Pediology. Pediology. All right, are you sure she's a doctor or not in jail? <laughs> it's not just the pinball that's slipping there. <laughs> it's hell getting old. <laughs> Weekend geek. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Pedia pimpin' kids. <laughs> <laughs> WandaVision director, executive producer Matt Shackman has been hired to direct the next Star Trek movie. The details are scant. The film doesn't have a title. J.J. Uh, Abrams is producing, and Lindsay Beer and Geneva <laughs> Robertson have written the script and will enter production starting next spring. Kelvin Universe? Uh, unknown. Before, Kelvin Universe. Before Shankman directed well, Disney Plus's Emmy-nominated WandaVision, yeah. uh, he had directed television episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Game of Thrones, and Fargo. Uh, the Star Trek movie will be Shankman's first foray into directing a theatrical film. Now, I saw... Well, no, never mind. It was probably like Giant Freaking Robot or something. That, <laughs> that, said, that said it would be the Kelvin cast. But that's unknown. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. it's too murky right now because since Viacom and CBS remerged, the before Paramount could only have movies based on the Kelvin universe because of the uh, uh, separation of the different parts of the franchise. But now that it's recombined, they have more flexibility with where they could would go story wise. Cool. But the other thing is that because of the way they have the Paramount Plus Star Trek series set up, that could also cause some complications. Uh. So. They should just—they should just have Chris Helmsworth do the George Kirk Star Trek and fuck everything else. Yeah, it's possible they could still do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sad we're never going to get the Quentin Tarantino version though. I know. Once I heard he was thinking of dicking around with the piece of the action planet, is like that's actually fucking perfect. Yeah, that would have been perfect. How about we just do Neelix goes to Orion. <laughs> <laughs> And just dot call com <laughs> slash Martha. Yeah, he gets his Martha on. Oh my dear, the Neelix oh and my, Naomi Wildman movie. Kiss. I miss my sweet kiss so much. Oh. I'm gonna go fuck away the pain. 
<laughs> but first, I'm gonna make an omelet. I brought a horn onto Orion. <laughs> That's a Lower Decks episode right there. <laughs> a whore gun oh, to Orion. Oh, this fucking statue. Every morning there's a whore gone out of my room. They don't even stay for breakfast and I'm a chef. <laughs> Steve? Steve? Our sound engineer is uh, having a bit of a Even spasm. your phone thinks it's a bad idea, Steve. <laughs> your phone is like, fuck you. All right. Horgon! Oh! Horgon! Oh, the sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> yeah. What? It's Todd. What'd you expect? I what wouldn't would say sudden. <laughs> what would you guys want to see? More like prolonged betrayal. What would you want to see from a new trek? See, <laughs> that's well. We're, well, we're trying. We have to think about what we are beaten wives. We're beaten wives when it comes to that fucking franchise. No, I'm, you know, I'm happy with the TV stuff, but oh, really? I, See, I'm happy with the Kelvin stuff. I can't really? the TV stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I peanut butter in my one. chocolate. The second one was balls. Yeah. yeah, terrible. Oh, but okay. the first and third were really good. I, you know yep. they're going to try and combine them, and they're going to go through this multiverse crap. Oh, here we go again. You know, oh, leave I, it to Marvel. They know how to do it. They've been doing it for years. Star yeah. Trek. Eh? If they were wise, but I, oh yeah, I get. Why not? They own Marvel. Why don't they get some of those fucking scribes to get that shit right? To well, what no. if that shit? Patent Oswald. Well, he's more DC writing, but. Sure. <laughs> I'm just referring to that rant he went on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make that movie. Okay. Wait, are, are you okay. suggesting Marvel and Star Trek? Are you use those scribe? Same writer. The, the, yeah, but Disney doesn't own Star Trek. No, yeah. no. no. It's Paramount. Paramount. Oh, right. Viacom. Yeah, they don't right. own the writers either. You can hire them. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Well, we don't know that. Those contracts are pretty thick. Uh. I forget. All, yeah, I forget all about that. You forget not everything's owned by Disney. I do. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, wait. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be yeah, easy. It'd probably be a movie. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it'd probably be easy for them to, so, to grab some authors. So, wait, I guess here's my question. What, what story... I, I know it'd be the Kelvin universe, but what original series story would we would we want to see expanded on or yeah or just Spock's brain? <laughs> yes, <laughs> brain and brain. What is brain? <laughs> but I mean, bringers of pain and we, delight. Do we want to see the end of the five year mission? Do we want to see? I mean, although at this point, two thousand nine to twenty whatever, it'd be the end of the fifteen year mission. Yeah, no, dude. The, the guy too young to play Kirk has gone gray. <laughs> the the uh, turnabout intruder, right? When the yeah. woman takes over Kirk, you're addressing a whole bunch of woke issues, mm. right? You know, you and, just get and, and it's a chance to bring Tuvix back. There you go. Don't even say it. <laughs> Don't or even mouth those words. You, You'll make it true. You could have a you could have a Kirk Spock transporter accident with Commander Captain Cock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Blending. Yeah. Blends. Captain Cock. <laughs> Dot com. That's <laughs> got to be taken. <laughs> slash Martha. Only logical. <laughs> or slash fuckbot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a transporter waxident. <laughs> <laughs> I've given her all she's got. <laughs> Ugh. 
She got me in a t- <laughs> Tijuana twat drop. I kinda get free. <laughs> Ugh. Just imagine what the def- Jeffrey's tube will look like in that series. <laughs> no <laughs> friction. <laughs> Captain Cock was registered in 2002. <laughs> well, wait, what about C-A-P-T Cock? Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Ooh. I did another episode of Two Girls, One Mike <laughs> with, with my friend Alice, and uh, we talked about the Star Trek parody porn. Oh, my. Yeah. They talk about parody porns, and that was when we watched that one. Have you guys seen it? Is this the? one? I think I've seen scenes. This is the one with the the what? people no, we know. Is yes. This, is this the oh vivid my. one or the wicked? It's the one with Giles. Is it the same guy who did the oh. pirates porn? Movie? Giles is in it. No. Now, now, explain Giles. Right. Yes, it is. It's the same guy who did yep, the, we've the seen pirates it. movie. Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, okay. Well, but Giles is in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the guy? What's the guy's name? From pirates. Speaking no, he's of not the in Mike, it. Barry. He's What's not the in guy's that. name from no, pirates? Evan Evan Stone Evan is not Stone. in. He's not in this one. There there is one with Evan Stone. That's the one I saw. There is Space one with nuts. Evan Stone, and that's more Star Wars. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. no, no, no there's no, a no, Star no, Trek. Yeah, there's, Snow there's plenty. <laughs> there's plenty of Star Trek. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. The one with the one with Giles is like next gen. The one yes. with Evan Stone is the one he cut his hair for this role. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one. He is a dedicated actor. I didn't see that one. I saw Space Nuts before. You want to bring it. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of crazy. I didn't realize that was the one. I didn't realize Giles even done that. Oh, wow. I kind of somehow that went out of my brain. He didn't perform. He just played Captain Picard in the the bridge. He does have a stunt wiener. To to explain, he he is a Captain Picard impersonator. And he is shockingly. Exact, except for the height. He's yeah. way taller than Patrick Stewart. But when he would show up at the cons, he'd get swarmed because he really did look like him. Mm-hmm. Amazingly look like him. And uh, yeah, in that movie. There was, there was a stunt. Yeah, there was a stunt cock. He used to come in a truck, right? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. oh yeah. yes. A lot. Yeah, there's a deep connection there. If you guys want to <laughs> yes. hear uh, my take, please listen to that episode of Two Girls and One Mike. It's pretty funny. Two There's girls also and one a Mike. Cisco lookalike that came with him all the time. Right. Yes. Baron. Yes. Baron. Baron was a nice guy. They were all nice guys. Yeah. Didn't what's his name die? The yeah. one guy that Harley. Harley oh, passed. Admiral Harley. Yeah. yeah Harley he died, passed. right? Yeah. We're so old. Yeah. Yeah. They're all dying. Dude, we're talking about shit from 20 years ago. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, literally. Time <laughs> needs to slow down. Stop. Yeah. Netflix. <laughs> yes, Todd. Netflix plans to begin offering games to current subscribers sometime in the upcoming year. I saw this. The specific details surrounding Netflix's early plans are slight. Bloomberg has reported that games are expected to be made available, at least initially, at no additional cost to subscribers. But there's no, no early word on any agreements with the streamer that they might have in place or established with some video game publishers. And it's not known whether Netflix plans to develop first-party video game content that could appear exclusively on the platform. But the first steps to gaming future at Netflix appears to be in place. The company has hired former Facebook VP Mike Verdu as its new vice president of game development. Verdu oversaw Oculus Studios as well as the teams bringing second and third party virtual reality games and other apps to Oculus VR's headset. 
His early career included leadership stints at Electronic Arts Mobile Gaming Arm, where he guided mobile game studios that operated SimCity Build It, Plants vs. Zombies 2, Real Racing 3, The Sims Free Play, The Simpsons Tapped Out, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and other mobile game services, according to Netflix. He also worked at Zynga, serving as president of studio and chief creative officer from 2009 to 2012. Bazinga. Exactly. <laughs> the games will appear along, quote, the games will appear alongside current fare as new programming genre, similar to what Netflix did with documentaries or stand-up specials, Bloomberg's report states, adding that the company doesn't currently plan to charge extra for the content, citing an unnamed source who asked to remain private. So... Not quite sure what this means, if it's moving kind of like a whole Xbox Game Pass kind of thing, Sounds but that's like what it. it seems to be. That, that this is the way it's got to be. Man, I, I'm excited by this uh, for this reason. Um, a lot of game developers, they got to fight to be uh, to get their games on like Sony or uh, Xbox, who are really the 800-pound gorillas. I mean, to a small degree, Nintendo, but more for the adult crowd. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> Kicks in point. I love Nintendo. Uh, but with more avenues for game publishing, you're going to see a lot more stuff out there, which is really cool. It's like what Better Todd was saying the other the other uh, last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, <laughs> competition is always Better good. Todd. <laughs> I heard that. I'm going to say it again, time. so we're clear what I'm talking about. <laughs> Better Todd uh, was saying we heard you, Mister Deb. We heard you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Aww. Aww. He's lying. Yeah. Yes. He'll break in three minutes. Yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you subscribed to any streaming game services? Have not. No. Um. Although my th- new computer does... is constantly pushing Xbox on me every right. time I boot up. Does Does Steam count? Yes. Okay. Okay. Sort yeah. of. Well, we sort of. Steam. Sort of. It's not streaming. Oh. I, can't, I can't hear you. You're not on the show. It's not stream. <laughs> no, wait. No. I quit. <laughs> Does Steam have a streaming service yet, or is that going to be with that new handheld? They were working on a streaming service, but nothing has been okay released yet. You know, we'll move right to that story. V- uh, Valve has made a big move recently with the announcement of the Steam Deck. This is a handheld device running Steam OS, designed to allow Finger people to the play pulse. their. PC games on the go. Uh, okay, I'm about to get a little techie here. Oh, shit. The Steam Deck touts a 7-inch 1280 by 800 LCD multi-input touchscreen with a 60 hertz refresh rate inside a custom AMD Zen 2 APU with four cores and eight threads for the CPU. Millie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl. That says my Steam Deck is 7 inches. Sweet. <laughs> Refresh the Hertz, baby. This is paired with 8 RNA, 2 units for the GPU, and 16 gigabytes of LPDDR5 RAM. Right in the back of the throat. At IGN. Can you, in, can you put in a blue SD card and you get, a bigger, uh, get a bigger screen? If the SD card is in there, it's going to get blue. <laughs> At IGN, they found this enough to play Jedi Fallen Order on high graphic settings via an in-development model. (laughs) For inputs, you have the standard four buttons, two shoulder buttons, two triggers, a D-pad, two full-size capacitive joysticks, two trackpads. It just writes itself, doesn't it? (laughs) Paul doesn't even have to try. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Does it have shock? 
vibrating uh, stuff on it? Uh, I see nothing here that is uh, oh, that, oh. that kind of impact <laughs> feedback. And four buttons on the back that can be programmed to meet your individual needs. Oh, hey. You'll get your needs met. Four, <laughs> four individual buttons. Divide. For storage, there will be three models available. 64 gigabyte for $400. 256 gigabyte for $529. And for the 512 gigabyte, $650. Along with a micro SD card slot for extra storage. Or 60 bucks for half and half. <laughs> in, an F- in, a <laughs> in an FAQ with IGN FAQ around the world Really? You take FAQ? You won't take half and half? <laughs> I prefer around the world <laughs> I was going to ask if it's it was money. global <laughs> It was revealed the battery life for the Steam Deck is between 2 and 8 hours Depending on what you're doing. Eight hours. Uh, you're buying me a library. <laughs> <laughs> Running games at 30 FPS could stretch the runtime to six hours. It was also confirmed that the more storage your core machine has, the faster the read and write speeds will be. <laughs> Paul can't even talk. The, the F in FPS doesn't mean frame. <laughs> the more storage, the faster it gets. Yep. That's how it works. I had eight Johns before you today. <laughs> the so Steam- you're about to go down the tunnel of love, sweetie. The Steam Deck can optionally <laughs> come alongside a dock, which makes it much like the Switch, will allow users to hook up to the TV comes and play with, on the big screen. Come call with it the Whitewater all- Rapids down there. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Your special the, hookup. The thermal borehole of questionable <laughs> intent. <laughs> you need to make a, a, a an evil wizard character who has a thermal borehole of questionable <laughs> intent. <laughs> Just throws everything in it. You're welcome to try your luck in my thermal borehole of questionable intent. It's got plenty of RAM. I doubt you'll survive. <laughs> He twirls his little mustache or he bends over. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look inside. These spells have verbal, somatic, material, and anal as the, comp- the components that you need to... Uh... Steam Deck pre-orders went up a few days ago. <laughs> and oh, those who were quick enough... Steam Deck? Who <laughs> some, some of us are. <laughs> and those who were quick enough to get one ordered are now reporting that the shipping date for the console is much later than expected. When the Steam Deck was revealed, it was said to be shipping in December 2021, but many of those who have ordered have discovered that the date is slipping as far back as third quarter 2022. Oh my god, it's the Star Wars, uh, the action figure debacle all oh. over again. Yeah. You get your, I just want to know. Your cardboard. Cardboard yeah. cut out for yeah. Christmas. I want to know who the marketing genius was that decided to call it the Steam Deck, because that just is stupid. Yeah. Get up in this hole. I know. <laughs> I'm sure steamcock.com is not taken. Oh, Probably my, not. My insides are like a beat up carnival cotton candy machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the thread. Find the sweetness. <laughs> Got a stick to twist up some soil. Soil? <laughs> yeah, it's getting dirty in here. <laughs> 
Wow. We're going around the world. Oh, shit. We lost Dev again. <laughs> Got some fertilizer in here. Steamcock.com is taken. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck, people? Dude, all two-word domain names have been taken for the last 10 years, unless it's something really weird. And everybody sits on them. Some bastard is sitting on Steamcock right now. Hey, We're somebody's... Smart. somebody's Really? Just, that's dangerous. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody is... <laughs> Uh, Old faithful. <laughs> you ain't sitting on it for long. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Oh. Somebody's been sitting on geekshock.com for oh, over a decade. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I haven't been able to. Don't one of you guys know somebody who can like take care of that person? <laughs> no, a guy who Legally a guy. or illegally? Yes. Todd, okay. will you invest in a Steam Deck? Are you a Steam player? You know what? I have had the same computer for over a decade, so almost all the games that I've bought on Steam are ones that I know work with a 10-year-old computer, so I wouldn't need the quote-unquote powerhouse that is a Steam Deck right. to play what I own. Jesus Christ, you have to crank that thing up before you start it. Well, yeah, pretty much. So you, you think you wouldn't, I mean, it would be a worthy investment then if you could transfer all your Steam data? Well, it would be an excuse to buy newer games on PC ah, to I play see. it that way, perhaps. But I think I'd rather get a mo modern next gen console before a Steam Deck. Really? Yeah. What do you? What do you? What camp are you in? Well, I was in PlayStation camp for a good while until Xbox bought Bethesda, and then that changed my world. Yeah. Come back to us. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'll probably end up having both, but Xbox will most likely be the first. I'll probably go Xbox if I. It'll be a while though. Well, it's going to be a while for all of us with the chip shortage that's yeah. happening out oh, there. Yeah, right. So, Oy. so this decision is out of our hands. It's true. But the classic cartoon series Silverhawks is getting an animated revival by the Nacelle Company. Nacelle produces Disney Plus's Behind the Attraction, Netflix, the movies that made us, the toys that made us, and Down to Earth with Zac Efron. The company announced a partnership with Silverhawks LLC to resurrect the animated television show. The original Silverhawks series was developed by Rankin Bass Productions and released in 1986. The show consisted of 65 episodes. The story followed a bionic policeman named Star Commander Stargazer who recruited the Silverhawks, a group of heroes who are partly metal, partly real, to fight the evil Monstar, who is an escaped alien mob boss that transforms into an enormous armor-plated creature with the help of Limbo's Moonstar. Silverhawks. I liked Silverhawks growing up, but I can't say I was yeah. like into Silverhawks. I it, just sold my Silverhawks, too. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, only, I only had four. Have you seen the reboot that Super 7's doing is for the figures? No. Man. Beautiful? Yeah. They're cartoon accurate, so they're not the vac metal shiny like we had with oh, yeah. kids. So they're just paint slate gray, so they look like they're from the cartoon. Okay. But they're really cool, six-inch. And then Monstar is an $80, 11.5-inch. Like, it's crazy. I think How, does he actually transform? He turns into Monstar. Like, the figure. Yeah, I think so. I think he comes with his normal... He The, the transformation from... Well, what, what was his no, normal name? It's just always Monstar, isn't it? Yeah. He's just Monstar, and yeah. then he's more Monstar. Right. Yeah, he's just... Give me the might. Something. The madness. 
of Monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tra- tra- trademark. It, uh, it yeah. wasn't the dramatic transformation that you had with Mumra. Yeah, it is more just he became more metal. Yeah, I never bigger. got into that series. I always my favorite at the time was the uh, Galaxy Rangers. Mm, okay. I've been waiting for them to redo that. I mean, I used to watch Silverhawks all the time, but I do remember in Wichita, for whatever reason, it seemed like they would keep replaying the same, you know, four or five episodes, and then they would put the newer episodes on. So it was always a challenge to find the next episode in the series when I was growing up. So because they would play, you know, the, the, the premiere episode, uh, which was like a two-parter, and then they would play uh, one I think was like three or four episodes ahead. So for me, it was jumping all over the place. There was no continuity. And then you would get the repeats of those same three or four episodes, and oh, then they, they would that, do it again. They did that shit with G.I. Joe, too. Yeah. There was never any yeah. continuity, because they didn't care. It's kids. Just put on a cartoon, and they'll watch it, and they'll buy the toys. It's Who cares? true. We would. It just, it's like, as you started to get older, you know, you're like, I don't understand what's going on right now. I feel like there's something missing. And then you would see the episode that would have been in between the two that were confusing you, and they're like, okay, now it makes sense. But it's like four or five episodes later that you see that one episode. I'm glad the they 80s. fixed that by the time Firefly came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I only watched Silverhawks because it was after Thundercats. Right. So that's that's the reason. Well, I was going to watch that or Electric Company. That was my choice. So You made the right choice. <laughs> I think so. Zach Stentz, a screenwriter with the credits on Thor, X-Men First Class, and Jurassic World Camp Crustaceous, is currently penning a trilogy of prequel films inspired by Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. Nope, I'm out. This is a separate project from the upcoming Amazon Prime TV series, also based on the book series. Uh, titled Age of Legends, Ava Longoria, James Leon, and Mike McGinnis are on board as executive producers. No distributor is attached just yet. The Age of Legends film takes place thousands of years before the events depicted in the flagship novels in a, quote, futuristic utopia powered by a magical force shared by men and women known as the One Power, according to the synopsis provided by The Hollywood Reporter. Continuing, when an unspeakable evil is unleashed upon the world and men using the One Power become insane and destroy much of the planet, a small band of women unite under the White Tower and are humanity's last hope of survival. While unrelated to the TV series, the big screen project will reportedly complement the upcoming show, which is expected to premiere on Amazon Prime Video sometime this year. A second season of the show has already been greenlit. Huh. Yeah. I've always said, you know, some of these fantasy series, they have these nice, complicated backstories that create a world that's actually more interesting than the world the series is set in. So I'm like, all right. Somebody heard me, and now they're doing it. So I'm going to have to watch it because it's my fault. <laughs> That's yeah. a movie trilogy. So, Are you you're yeah. into those that series of books? Uh, kind of. I mean, you know, there was a point when I was really enjoying it. Uh, it was funny because before Game of Thrones, you know, A Song of Rape and Nipples came out, there was Wheel of Time, which had it, it, it's it's its height of fetishism was like telekinetic spankings with hairbrushes hello <laughs> yes and so yeah deb knows what yes. i'm talking about yeah. and 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 eventually i just like 
okay. This this is the third book that is essentially telling the same plot line. Yeah. And and I sort of I got tired before uh, before Jordan even passed away. Mm. So and and Sanderson, uh, to all reports, did a good job in wrapping it up and everything. And it's an interesting concept, but it's still you know for me there's a lot of basic fantasy to it. Whereas the backstory is just balls to the wall crazy. Mm. So, so were the novels just retelling the story from a different point of view? Is no, the, no. The, the, well, the, the it's novel. It's prequels. Yeah, it's a prequel. Oh, okay. The, the, the animated is a prequel. Uh, the, the novels are picking up where the, the ancient civilization collapsed and you know everything went kaflooey. But the ancient civilization was not just a bog standard medieval fantasy. So this could be their Knights of the Old Republic, <clears throat> um, along those lines. I, you know, kind of a tenuous metaphor, but yes, I mean that's sort of where that's going. Yeah, you know, why not? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't complain. I mean, I've read, I, I loved the series. Um, it was actually the series that got me into reading fantasy. Um, before that, I read mostly science fiction. Um. It, and and the description of the world of Luz Theron is actually kind of science fictional, isn't it? Yeah, it when is. It, when it do, when they do the flashbacks and talk about it, it is. Yeah, it's like a progressive society that also has you know supernatural abilities. Right, yeah. yeah, Thundar the Barbarian, He Man. Uh, n- n- uh, n- yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it it's it. it oh, I mean, they do that. He Man, you know, does that. But this, it, it goes even further. I mean, almost like a, almost in a magic as technology sort of way. Yes. Um, have you ever read uh, The Dragon Riders of Pern? Uh, I have, my brother read some of that series. So that is very similar uh, because they have kind of like, it's a okay. collapsed society, but they find remnants of what, like the people that landed this on that is planet. The book, this is the book series. Yeah. Ancient tech that they're reinvigorating? Ancient, uh, ancient magic that they're yes. trying to fix, like the gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you know, just everybody's everybody's already done the story, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there are no new stories. <laughs> yeah, really, there's only seven. There's no the new under, stories. The underlining story is good. Yeah, Jordan rambled on and on and on yeah, and on and on, yeah. and it. I mean, it took too many books to tell what he wanted to tell, just flat. And there was. You got to points where some of the characters, I just skipped those chapters because I could care less about their stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but the underlining story was good, you know. And mm. I, I would be interested in hearing how the magic broke in the first place because right. that's the whole point of the series that you read and the culture. And this is because like, the, the the book series is sort of like you know, okay, this is kind of like the. The, the desert society, this is kind of like how the right. Arabs were. This is kind of yep. like medieval France. This is kind of like, you know. Like Ro- Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So, but the the backstory setting all that up, it, it's actually kind of a more creative, involved world of its own rather than some historical analog or something. Okay. And that's my usual my usual kvetch about a lot of fantasy series is you get your bog standard what I call theme park fantasy, because it's basically what a Ren Faire or Disney tells you is medieval Europe. Mm-hmm. But then they have this whole civilization or society that came before all this that actually, it's like, oh, that's, that actually sounds cool. I'd like to see that culture, that setting. 
And you know, they, how it, do they discover that? Is it just well, it's rooms? just backstory. Yes, just it's, backstory. it's almost. And they have some artifacts. It's almost like ancient yeah. Rome, right? Okay, yeah. ancient Rome falls and everything. You know, right? It's it's just like that. And it's always like, eh, you know, you have why your 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 stuff is okay. Never mind. Anyway, they're doing it apparently. So I'm I'm not bitching. But it's it's weird that they're doing both at the same time because I have heard for years that someone bought the rights they could make a movie or they bought the rights they could make a show. And it literally has been like 20 years that mm. they've been bouncing around the rights to different companies and that both are coming out at the same time. It's just weird. Well, I don't think they're coming out at the same time. They're being developed, though. But they're be- Yeah, well, one's almost being ready shown. F- to be shown. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, still, and one is just announced. Well, I mean, but, but yeah, from separate companies, that is weird. Yeah. I'll bet you anything that um, they're probably encouraged by tracking or something. For the TV series, probably and money investors. That's that's the sale. Yeah, it's already yeah. got a second season. Let's you know, go. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, come on, guys, this is the prequels. Uh, you know, it'll sell. It'll go. Right, because Just, the other will already have come out and they'll know yeah. the back. Just like Game of Thrones. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many fucking prequels are there now in, in development? Yes, there's three animated ones and one live action yes. one that we know of. It's I can't insane. Believe, I can't believe how hard that failed. Is any does anybody give a shit? Well, he hasn't even finished the books. No, he hasn't even finished the books I know. yet. They're... Oh, Matt wants to say something. No, he doesn't, apparently. Okay. Oh, no, I... <laughs> I was just going to jump on that. Like, the toy lines, all gone. Yeah. Like, everything. All, all the licensing, like Barnes & Noble, none of their stuff, Game of Thrones anymore. No. Nothing. No. Just... That, that, that is the worst last season and a half of anything I've ever been... I don't even own the final season. Dude, actually, the, 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 the one that compares is season two of Rome, right? When BBC pulled the rug out from under them halfway, and they're like, we have about seven, we, we planned like seven seasons, and we've got seven episodes to wrap this <laughs> up, you know? And what a dazzling, dazzling writing and amazing actors, and the production, di- and everything was so amazing, and then just... Yeah, and, that and was a great show. Oh like, my like, god! It still held up though. It didn't oh. turn to bullshit. Well, it 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 did. It got weird with got the compression weird. because yeah, they the put in ten years right. in the last yeah. few episodes. Yeah. But you know, it, a lot of it stood up. But yeah, I mean, season eight, they you could tell the guys were done. Man, they shit the bed. Game oh. of Thrones released what is possibly the best merchandise tie-in ever, which was seven different scotches. From uh, Diageo, and I we got a couple of them. I hated season eight so much, I didn't even finish the collection. <laughs> wow. I'm a big Scotch head. I'm saying, wow. man, like, how do you come back from that? Why do? You, uh, and I, th- I think they've really shot themselves in the eight. foot, foot waiting this long to put something in production and not having that already in development. Well, it'll hey, I'm still waiting for my Golden Girls movie. Seven it, seasons in a movie, motherfucker. It'll, you know, it. But this also, in many ways, follows my kind of logic because. There's a lot of a lot of their prequel stuff is actually taking place in some of it is is directly Westeros, which is just medieval fantasy uh, Europe. But a lot of it is exotic Eastern cultures and far out stuff like that. So if they can pull that off, that'll be that'll be a different kind of fantasy that uh, people like me are bitching about and wanting to see. Mandarin Spawn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Beautiful repaint. design. <laughs> Game of Thrones repaint. <laughs> I'd give them a redo on that final one. Oh. <laughs> Just something. <laughs> Hasn't there been talk of that? 
no just a nerd talk. You know, on comics bounding into comics and yeah. giant fucking robot and they, uh, you know, cosmic. They, they put Kathleen they, cosmic in butt. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once Kathleen Kennedy left Lucasfilm, she just went to Game of Thrones and. Did you say Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> she got fired from Disney and now she's working at Game of Thrones. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I know she's going to shit the bed there too again. <laughs> yeah, good thing it's working at Star Wars. Good thing she's not, but Game of Thrones and TV and TV and what is it, D&D? They wanted to do Star Wars too. <gasps> Kathleen Kennedy and D&D. That's right. Star Wars You see what you missed, Paul? I, no, I... This, this is this is my YouTube feed. <laughs> I have to skip eight of these fucking things. Every like Kathleen Kennedy shits the bed again. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Smith fucks He Man in the ass with Taylor's sword. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Stop it! These movies, this thing isn't even out yet. These, yes. these crying man children. Yes. Of which the man baby. I may have been one yeah, at a right, time, a little bit. But jeez, <laughs> I love how there was no hesitation from oh, you there. Isn't that, isn't, you're just isn't, like, boom. I know the man. Looking at the man in the mirror, another Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Don't I'm asking feed him to change him. his ways. Stop Give feeding Captain Paul. Kennedy another chance. <laughs> yes. The force is female. Dude, it's crazy. Uh, it's really weird. The toxic bullshit around all this stuff it's it's so hard to be and that's why you know i try to double down on our original ethos for the ugly couch show of just amplify what you love and let the stuff that you hate fall to the wayside aside from good lord (laughs) season eight shit the bed (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna go for days on it but it was yeah it was awful let's do some red light green light All right, I bring this production company meeting the order for Dunright. Everybody here, we got four pitches this week, but we got a lot of executives in the room, so everybody only gets one green light, and one of these pitches may be fake. The series you'll be going between are Mission Earth, The Time Traveler's Wife, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies, what? And a court of thorns and roses. So here we go. We'll start with the first one. Apple Plus is developing L. Ron Hubbard's Mission Earth as a series for the streaming service. Told over the course of 10 novels, the series is a, quote, satirical science fiction adventure set in the far future. The Voltars want to conquer the planet Earth as a base for their planned invasion of the galactic center. The Voltars are convinced that Earth is about to destroy itself through pollution and possibly war, which would disrupt the future timetable of conquest. Fleet Captain Engineer Jotaro Heller, a character of perfection, incorruptibility, and astonishing ability, is assigned to prevent the destruction of Earth. Reaching New York City, he investigates the problem, unaware he is being tracked, and that factions on Voltar want his mission to fail. 
Sam Esmail, who did Mr. Robot, will be showrunner and will reunite with Adam Penn, who also wrote for Mr. Robot and also wrote for American Horror Story. Production is set to begin next year. Question. Yes. What's the name of the hero again? The name of the hero is Jotaro Heller. No, 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 no. What's this full honorific? You said it. And, uh, Fleet Combat Engineer Jotaro Heller. Fleet Combat Engineer. I can't hear you. You're not talking in your mind. I'm thinking. <laughs> wow. Okay. Never All mind. Right. That, that I, I'm, oh, I'm glad we got some, that straight. <laughs> I just needed some details. Yeah. I thought you, for a second, I thought you said Fleet Commander Engineer. That That's very close to Steven Seagal's Captain sure. G- G- Commander General, General Commander, or whatever. But it's 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 actually very L. Ron Hubbardy, you yeah. know, Fleet mm-hmm. Commander Engineer. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like C-Core. that. C-Core. So what's your thoughts yeah. on Mission Earth? <laughs> I've never read the series. That uh, Battlefield Earth. That, that was the one with John Travolta yeah, was the cyclone. Yes, yeah, yeah, the other one. Okay. Yeah, this is the 10-book series. Right. That, that was, he wrote it, and the rest yes. were released posthumously. He, he died after like three it. months later. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Scientology hold on Hollywood is still strong. Yes. Although it's it's weakening rapidly. In some ways. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still a lot of money there. Thanks. Man. We just lost Clearwater as a <laughs> yeah, bummer. Really? Everyone in Clearwater doesn't like us now. <laughs> well, it's ten novels worth of stories. Is this something you think that we can make a TV series at? Well, ten novels. I mean, unless it's, you know, if they can do a Robert Jordan series, which has, you know, three novels repeating the same story. Um, I don't like women. I don't like men. And Eve tugs her hair. I'd rather brush my teeth with a brick than read another one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Which ones are those? The Wheel of Time series. Wheel of Time. <laughs> oh, okay. you're forgetting the telekinetic. He tried it for me because you know I have all. Of, I, I actually I enjoyed it so much. I have all of the hardbacks. I've collected them over the years from mm. like you know used bookstores and stuff. Okay. Mm. And so he said he'd try them. He couldn't He's do like, it. Yeah, couldn't do it. This is this is the one with the. I'm telling you, you have to the be ESP. Uh, yes. Spanking uh, spanking of yes. hairbrush. Yes. Yeah. But you you have to be willing to take the good with the bad when you read that series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Really? <laughs> I, I I will say I have never read an L. Ron Hubbard book, but the Scientology aspect of his life, boy, it just puts me in a bad mood every time I see his name. Yeah. Don't want to give anything attached to him. Any? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would okay. rather read a text on organic chemistry and All get right. a test on it wow. than read those books again. Damn. I'd again. rather put a campfire out with my face. You're still <laughs> raging about Robert Jordan. He's still talking Jordan. about Wheel of Time, yes. <laughs> Wheel of Time. <laughs> All right. He didn't found a religion. He just wrote some books. Yes. He's some some <laughs> tele- telekinetically spanky books. Oh, I'm, just, I'm indifferent about the L. Ron Hubbard thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. All right. Let's see how the next one fares. Yes. Theo James, who did the Divergent series and Castlevania, and Rose Leslie, who was part of Game of Thrones and Downton Abbey, have been cast as the lead characters in the upcoming series adaptation of The Time Traveler's Wife at HBO. Based on Audrey Niffenegger's novel of the same name. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wow. I had to check myself there. Uh, Audrey Niffenegger's novel of the same name. Better check your privilege, son. Previously, of course, made in the 2009 film. The series tells the tale of Claire, who's played by Leslie, and Henry, who's played by James, and a marriage with a unique problem, time travel. Claire has an amazing secret. 
Since she was six years old, Claire has an imaginary friend, a kind and funny man, sometimes old, sometimes young, who appears in the woods behind her house and tells her tales of the future. Visits from the mysterious Henry are the bright spots in the tedium of her childhood. As the years pass, she starts to realize her friend is not imaginary. He's a time traveler visiting from the future. He's not just from any old future. He's from her future. One day, she's going to meet a young man named Henry de Tamble, whom she'll know very well but won't recognize her at all, and she'll become the time traveler's wife. But Henry has a problem. Since he was eight years old, he's been a time traveler. It's not a superpower. It's a condition. He can't help it. Sometimes when Henry is stressed or worried, sometimes for no reason at all, he loses his grip on the current moment and falls naked into the past or future. One minute minute he's making breakfast. The next he's naked at a hold down in 1973. Well, I think it's selling for Paul. He can be stuck there for minutes or months. His life is a roller coaster of constant danger and white knuckle survival. You've never read the book, actually. It is. It's, <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> no, it, I've read it too. It, it gets. It oh. gets funny. Yeah, it does. No, it gets pretty. Yeah. Pretty Until hairy. one day he meets a beautiful redhead in the library where he works. Her I won't have to keep my knuckles white anymore. <laughs> I got, I got a lady. I got I'm a lady to wind up her nose. <laughs> her name is Claire. Epshire. Every time I go somewhere, I'm naked and jacketed, <laughs> furiously masturbating through time. Oh, wait a minute. This is a novel Paul wrote <laughs> decades ago. Whoa, I landed in a hoedown. Sure did. Is it the sequel Me. to The Lustful Men of the Moon Swamp? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lustful Time Travelers. Lustful Time Travelers. Still working on that book. (laughs) Steve's read the first chapter. Or is it two? I have two. Uh, I have a second chapter. Okay. I'll have to get that to you. Yeah. All right. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be a real thing one day. The cover art's already... already yeah, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Her name is Claire. <laughs> Her knuckles are white. Her hair is red. <laughs> what more do you need? She's a filing clerk who's really caught up on it because everything's sticking together. Although he's I never can't. seen her before, she claims to have known him all her life. <laughs> Finally, his curse has given him something good. <laughs> Claire, what happened to my business papers? What is this? You put him in the paste cabinet? What happened? <laughs> is this some sort of typewriter clearing? And what is this? And Claire and Henry are about to have the time of their life. <laughs> oh, wow. You walked right into that one, Todd. So what do you thought about time travel's wife? Well, I know Jeff's excited. <laughs> I, I'm just rust, wrestling with Meg right now. She's trying to get all up in my business. Well, you know, so is Claire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white knuckle ride through time. Goo! Oh, red hair and white knuckles. Uh, that's episode two. Oh. So uh, my only worry about making this into a TV series is it's one book. Yeah. There's not a, I mean, there's some story that you can draw out, but there's not a ton. It's no, one book. No, and so, okay. So this is, having done the whole rewatch of the Ghost and Mrs. Muir TV series, 
Um, a TV series. Yeah, from Whoa. the 70s. How long? It's like two seasons. Two 24-episode seasons. My God. Yeah. And John. It, yeah, and it's like, well. Who could have moved my plate? No. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so so here's the problem. Was it the ghost? <laughs> Woo! Something ghost. No, it actually turns more <laughs> into it actually turns more into <laughs> the ghost. The ghost becomes genie. I can't my my the ghost becomes a genie? No, it becomes like genie, like oh. a male version of genie. It's oh. like oh, in this episode, I have these strange powers that oh. don't occur in the previous episode or any episodes that follow. <laughs> My halls are open. So, so like Superman's uh, rebuild the wall of China vision. Exactly. Yeah. So so I agree. Uh, right. So Ghost of Mr. Viewer works great as Ooh. a single movie or a single book. And I think Time Traveler's work because it has a beginning, middle, and yeah, end. Yeah. My, my question would be how does – I haven't read it. So how – and not to – as details, but it ends definitively. It, it ends does. definitively. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, then, and tragically. Well, okay. The uh, – WandaVision, right, Loki, we're doing a bunch of like limited series or maybe right. we do two seasons. So is this something that maybe they're talking series, but really they're going to have two seasons? That would, or, more kind of like a Chernobyl kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would be the best way. To, if they're going to do a series, it would be a limited like, yeah, series. Yeah, exactly. And they don't always say that. No, they probably don't. Gonna, they do, we're doing a series and they're probably going to try and quantum leap it, right? They're going to try and extend it. Well, it's time travel, so you figure... There's going to be a whole bunch of, I mean, I don't know how much I, bopping around there is in the book. A lot. There's a decent amount, yeah. Because <laughs> the key is, oh, shit. the big key oh, is he has no control. Bopping in the prehistoric yeah. times. Good choice of words. Dinosaur that came. Came. Yeah. Boom. But, but, that, <laughs> but that's the problem. I mean, it, 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 it is I on a, pteranodon. a very contained story. Uh-huh. And and all the time pre- part of the, unlike this episode cool th- yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the cool thing about the book is stuff that get that happens in the beginning of the book pays off in the middle and then pays oh, yeah. off at the end oh yeah right. it pays off oh. <laughs> Boppity bop. it's delicious yeah well okay. if it's limited series then all right yeah. i see where we're going yeah yeah Oh, that was so good. I'm going back in time. Because you really couldn't, you really couldn't quantum leap it. Take two. No, you can't drag that out. Yeah, I mean, I Just, guess they'll, you know, if it is going to be an ongoing series, that's what they'll try to do, and then yeah. it'll suck. So. You know, it probably isn't. It's probably going to be a limited series. Yeah. But how limited, we don't know. All right, let's see how it compares to the next one. Yes. A Grease prequel series, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies, is coming to Paramount+. Plus. The series will follow Rizzo, Jan, Marty, and Frenchie from the original movie as they form the Pink Ladies Girl Gang four years before the events of Grease. Four years? So they're one? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. They're freshmen. They're freshmen. That's going to be like Paper Girls. Somebody saw Paper Girls and went, no, No, they're not freshmen four years ago. They're they're like in eighth grade. grade. Yeah. My guess, though, is it's going to be freshman in high school. Is that, that, is that even legal? Otherwise. Ooh. Described as, <laughs> as four fed up outcast girls, the show will see them dare to have fun on their own terms and spark a moral panic that will change Rydell High forever, unquote. <laughs> spark a more Wow. This does sound illegal. I'm going to have me a cigarette out the bathroom. <laughs> wow! Call the police! No one gives a shit what freshmen Beauty do. Beauty's right? 
out. <laughs> they do if it's with the if it's with the choir director. If it was on freeform, Whoa. that might make sense. <laughs> hey, pink ladies. I got something you need to try. <laughs> Take your banana. What? And get the fuck out of Look, here. Look, I'm about to give you a real oh. big dose of the potassium <laughs> right in the business. But first, I check out this. I didn't miss you. Check out no. this blunt with a roll up. <laughs> I roll up this blunt for the pink lady. Yeah. How am I going to know you're the pink lady unless I check it out? <laughs> Grease, released in 1978, is set in the 50s and centers around the relationship between Straight Lace Sandy and Grease, a gang leader, Danny. No, wait. Sandy's going to be in it, too? No, I'm yeah. saying what Grease was for oh, yeah. the three people who don't know. <laughs> Whose summer romance gets more complicated when they find themselves enrolled at the same high school at different sides of the social spectrum. Whoops. The series. Whoopsie. We'll have none of that drama or content. <laughs> It's set, <laughs> it's set to consist of 10 hour long episodes. Oh, will wow. be written and executive produced by creator Annabelle Oaks, who has previously worked on TV shows including Transparent and Atypical. Paramount, Paramount also has a Grease prequel movie in the works titled Summer Lovin'. Summer Lovin'. Eight year old girls, really? We don't need this. <laughs> eight year old? Oh, wait, eighth grade. Wow. Well, whatever fucking age Holy Do crap. We, is this a song and dance? Movie. Oh, is it's this Greece? Of course, it's gonna musical. Be. It's gotta be, right? Well, hey, hey. it doesn't say, so I can't say for we sure. We gotta put something out for the girls, right, Deb? I mean, <laughs> I don't like High School Musical, but yeah. I love other musical. I, TV. you know, I don't know. This doesn't interest me, but then again, you know, I saw the X-rated version of this. Oh wow, <laughs> which is all about engorged glitori. Is it now Rise of the Pink Lady? <laughs> <laughs> Four to seven inch <laughs> Wow. Dominating the screen. Just dominating the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Grease Light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Machechik? Talk about, about having a blast. Talk about white knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> having a blast is right. It's not pee. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's, it's not pee. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is like, yeah, right. <laughs> sure, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. That's your story, lady. Okay, this I'm is, not sure where we're going to be green lighting here. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we've got author Sarah J. Moss and Ronald D. Moore. Bo, of course, did Outland, the Battlestar Galactica, are adapting her popular fantasy book series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, mm. into a show for Hulu. Here's a description from the book. When 19-year-old Huntress Fiery kills a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous magical land she knows only about from legends, Fiery discovers it's that. Is it Feyre? Because it doesn't seem to be spelled that way. I've read all these books. It's Feyre. <laughs> Is it now? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank God you're here, Deb. Yes. <laughs> because. <laughs> Fiery discovers that her captor is not only a beast, but one of the lethal immortal fairies who once ruled oh. her world. At least he's not a beast all the time. As she adapts her new home, her feelings for the fairy Tamlin transform from icy hostility. Transform from icy hostility 
into a fiery what passion. What did my father say? If I can bring a fairy home? A fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful This has been stolen from you, Paul. <laughs> it's actually her adaption of Beauty and the Beast. But something's not right in the fairy lands. An ancient wicked shadow is growing and... Fire the pink lady. Feyre must find a way to stop it or doom Tamlin and his world forever. So there you have it. The fairy world of Court of Thorns and Roses, Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies, the Time Traveler's Wife, and Mission Earth. That's what you have to choose. You must green light one of them. We will start. You know, we're just going to go around so I don't forget who said what. Steve, where do you put your green light? Uh, is there a vampire pitch in there? <laughs> <laughs> I wow, none of them. No, none of them really grabbed me. I, I should I? I do know that time traveler's wife wife is the real one. I do know that. Who cares? Well, we're not there yet. Which one are we're you? Not, oh, all right, we're, we'll get there. Yeah, really. I'm just saying. What? what? All right. Um. Flash forward much? Come Flash on. Forward, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay uh, in the now. Bopping through yeah, time. Oh, I white knuckled that one. Um, I went to the future. I came on something I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I don't. Kind of look like a fire hydrant. Definitely, yeah. little girl. definitely not the L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> definitely not the L. Ron Hubbard. Um, Why not the L. Ron Hubbard? Because it, I, the Scientology thing... I don't want to give that guy any, even his estate. I don't want to give him any money. The only reason that that could hold water is that you've got like Handmaid's Tale and what's her name? Who's like still like a number three. Margaret Atwood? No, the gal in the show. Uh, oh. Uh, Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. She's a Scientologist. Yeah. High ranking. Mm. Well, I'm not saying that it won't get made. And it... Don't get us killed, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 leave after after this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stick to the material. Ignore the minutia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but anyway, what's going to make us the money, Steve? Uh, yeah. Well, that one definitely would make. The money. Um, I think Bop. What's the third one? This is so painful. <laughs> None of wow! These. All right, you know what? Just just to be contrary, uh, no. God damn it! Make a choice. I'll do. Yeah, it's real important, the, Steve. This I'll do the fairy one. Death. I'll do the fairy one. The oh, famous okay. last words. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, where do you put your green light? Uh, I'm kind of with Steven. Like none of these just really sounded that appealing to me. Um, if I have to pick one, I guess the time traveler's wife, because the you know the first one, the the L. Ron Hubbard one, didn't sound even remotely interesting. Uh, the Grease prequel, not at all interesting, uh, at least for me. And then the the final one, the fantasy one, it just seems. It feels like repackaged same story that's been told time and time again for whatever series wants to go with the fantasy route. So that's uh, yeah, I guess I guess Time Traveler's Wife. If I have to give one of them a green light, 
All right, Paul, where do you put your green light? Time Traveler's Wife. Matt, where do you put your green light? I got to put my green light somewhere, huh? Yeah, it's got to be somewhere. Let's go with Rise of the Clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grease it is. All right. <laughs> Kirsten, where do you put your green light? Boy, oh boy. Um, uh, yeah, Time Traveler's Wife. I mean, that at least, I know people who are fans of the books. It's got something. Book. The book, I'm sorry. Which is even a better. So they never made better. any sequels to the book? Like like anything? It is a one story done. Sure. Yeah. It is. And I, I often confuse it with The Astronaut's Wife, which is mm, a movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, let's do that. Jesus. Deb, where'd you put yours? Court of Throne and Roses. Only because I've read them all, and where the story goes is a really good story, and it is not anything... It, the rest of the books go into a totally different, like, huge storyline in the world, and it's so good. So the first book, I'm not going to lie, it's a little rough to get through a little bit, but once you get to book two, book three, it's solid. All right, Barry, where do you put your green? Uh, well, I got a couple things, but I'll explain wait, myself. Wait, wait, this isn't a vivid entertainment pitch? <laughs> no, I'm, no. In the, I'm in the wrong office. Well, no, hold on, hold <laughs> on. My, my, my first of two green lights is for the alternate reality version, the, the porn version of all these. <laughs> As you know, porn makes great versions of all this stuff. So uh, I, I, will, I will indeed... Uh, I'll be right there with you. Rise of the Clitoris. That that's going to get the porn version being produced by Vanilla Sluts Love Chocolate Dick dot com. Email address is available. PM me. Um, however, Slash pink ladies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the 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 court of thorn and fairies and shit because uh, honestly, it's got thorns and fairies. Thorns and, shit. and fairies and shit. <laughs> the the corn and the fairies the and fairies the shit. In the business. People love that, you know. The fairies with the corn and the shit. The corn and the fairies. The corn fairies. Whatever. <laughs> that sounds the, the awful. The shit corn fairies. <laughs> that one. Whatever. That one. It'll. I sell. wasn't really paying attention, but yeah, that's go with that one. <laughs> because I think it'll have more universal appeal than the other ones. <laughs> yep. Everybody's got Can corn in their shit. <laughs> um, so Sarah J. Mass writes a lot of. Um, Sex scenes into her books, so there is a lot of sex also on Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh, okay, It'll all right, sell. all right. It'll Court of Thorns. So does that mean it's going to be a Showtime series? Then? <laughs> this is a entertainment uh, like Outlander. All right, there you go. They start with a sex scene because you right. know you look at those books and you're like, oh, I'm a guy, I'm not going to like this. Oh, I guess this I is, am going to like this. This is going to be on Hulu. On Hulu, then yeah, there won't mm, be any new. Well, it'll be titillating. So to speak. <laughs> so even though we have an odd number of people here, and the most we've ever had in red light, green light, we still got a tie. Imagine that. <laughs> so we'll be green lighting both a court of thorn and roses and the time traveler's wife. So that being said, which one do you think is fake, Steve? Well, it's not time traveler's wife. I that figured one. that part out already. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's either the L. Ron Hubbard one or the... It's not... That one actually is getting made. Court of Thorns oh, and Roses. All right. Well, then in that case... Is it Rise of the Clitoris? Am I going to say that one's a fake one? Um, no, you know what? I think I think it's the L. Ron Hubbard one that's a fake one. <laughs> the Clitoris has always been a myth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Clitoris have always rise. Clitoris? I don't know. Wow. Female <laughs> orgasm. That's the myth. <laughs> 
my god. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're going to get letters. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what else is new? I call it Tuesday. <laughs> the letter O. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm not torn you. between whether it's the Grease prequel or the L. Ron Hubbard novel. I, I think those are the two that are probably the fake. <sighs> Make your choice. I think it's the L. Ron Hubbard one. I think that one's the fake one. All right. I agree because I think uh, comparatively, people look at Battlefield Earth like schlock at this point. Because it was schlock. Yeah, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's looking to reinvest into that thing. And I truly think that Brian K. Vaughn is in Hollywood working on a Paper Girls series right now. And they went, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, God. Pink ladies. I don't think. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I guarantee Dude, you. have you read Paper Girls? It's not pink ladies in Greece. They're looking for strong female lead young characters sure, sure. who can be rebellious. Yep. And they're looking for an IP to tie it to that people will draw eyes to. You make Commander General Engineer a chick. Battlefield Earth. Nobody wants that garbage. <laughs> yeah. Nobody Starring wants Steven that garbage. Well, mission Earth, but that's all right. That, oh, there's still Battlefield enough, Mission. There's still enough of a weird hybrid audience of Greece people mm-hmm. that will be like, oh, like grandma go, what's this? The pink ladies. I remember that. Oh, no. They're doing horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't the Greece I remember. Where's Michelle Pfeiffer when you need her? Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> How dare you, sir? That's Matt's favorite. My my partner, Matt. He loves Greece 2. He wow. came up on Greece yeah. 2, not Greece 1. I remember wow. him wow. saying that and going... Really? Yeah. That wow. one? That's the one he got brought up, brought a, up he's on. He's a true cool writer. You stick with the girl that brought you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd i never seen anything of Grease 2, and then somebody posted a thing of Michelle Pfeiffer it's singing, not good. singing some song, and I was like, oh, future ex-wife did, did good. Oh. So, so, Paul, which one did you say was fake? I think the L. Ron Hubbard one. All right. Matt, which one do you think is fake? I'm also going to go with the L. Ron Hubbard one. All right. Cashed. Enlarged clitoris. All right. <laughs> pink ladies. Pink ladies. Deb. Yeah, I kind of think pink ladies too. Pink ladies can't be fake because the rise of these sing-song shows, it, it fits so well. So I'm going to go with L. Ron Hubbard. All right. Well, those that said L. Ron Hubbard, that is correct. That was sent to us by Rodney K. Nice. Thank you. And if you want to send us a pitches, bitches, write to us comments at uglycowshow.com. And that means that, yes, Rise of the Pink Ladies, as well as Time Traveler's Wife and Court of Thorn and Roses are all in some form of development. Wow. And thank all you right. all for joining us on this episode 600 yeah. oh, of did we Geek get, Shock. Did you get any boxes from the, from the Shock Monkeys? No, because we surprised them with them early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty quiet out there. I think, uh, I think Barry and I are not in the loop if they are planning anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not after your wicked betrayal from the last one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I want, to th- and here we are, the the OG Gig Shock Ugly Couch Show crew, one more time before Paul leaves us, heads to heads to the pencils. That's right. Pennsylvania is calling me. Won't be long. Uh, yeah. 
But good, I'll be back. Good luck over there, English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going full Amish country. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. The famous Paul. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. Dr. Vlarg. Deb. Professor Biggs. And we'll talk to you next week with our regular numbering. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> and our regular Sweet. peoples. You never know. We don't have rules anymore. This no. Is, That's this, true. This is podcasting on the internet. This and and... and. America has no rules anymore. And we, yeah. we may or may not have Andy back next week. I don't know. Indeed. <laughs> Andy's somewhere going, no! I may be cooking. Cook, I may be cooking. I may be cooking up something in the works. <laughs> oh, dear. For next week. So, so we'll, we'll see. We'll discuss. That's, that's, oh, okay. That's, that's post-show yes. stuff. How the hell is this pink lady thing getting made and I still don't have a Golden Girls movie? I think Paul nailed it right there. It's I'm telling you. Rise of Sophia Petrillo. It's a... She goes back in time to Sicily. Your, your, your Golden <laughs> Girls movie exi- would consist of one actress right now. Your Golden Girls movie <laughs> yeah. will hinge upon the success of Baby Gandolfini movie. They're doing a Tony Soprano prequel. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Gandolfini. I heard Gandolfini. I'm thinking like Gandalf. Yeah, I'm the Batman. Don't you remember? I go. I live in the. I live in the Batcave, and I got my my meats is smoking down here. My fucking meats is smoking down here. Junior, Uncle June is trying to kill me, but I know better. He's Two Face. He's the real Two Face. I'm the Batman. We missed you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> I got my fill. Oh yeah, no, I think I've, uh, <laughs> I think I've refilled the tubes for a while. <laughs> we'll hold for a minute. We're good. <laughs>
<laughs> wangenterprises.com is taken. Oh. But you can get wangenterprises.net. What about oh. dot biz? <laughs> dot info. What about dot xyz? <laughs> dot business. <laughs> dot xxx. Is there, is there like a dot pussy? <laughs> dot butthole? That dot tattoo. I, th- I thought See, at one point there was a dot gay. There's a dot gay. I what? thought they were going to do dot xxx for a while. You can get those, yeah. Listen, yeah. they're go, pricey. Oh, go wangercorp.com. Wangercorp. Wangercorp? Wangercorp. Wangercorp. Like Luther Corp, but Wangercorp. Thinking it. Oh. <laughs> this is comic book porn. You know, uh, uh, comicbookporn.com? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about overthinking it. <laughs> I guarantee this one's taken. <laughs> This, yeah, this, oh yeah! This is the tense of us <laughs> watching Barry. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like, on like pins and needles, days. waiting for comic book porn we, to come up in my name cheap, and it is taken. The whole oh. is was, that domain alive? Martha.com slash fuckbot. <laughs> Not even looking. That Hashtag. Up. Why did you say that name? I, I, I guarantee you, uh, I know what is available, and that's. Uh, Vanilla Sluts Love Chocolate Dick dot com slash Martha. And oh, we can okay. put whatever we want there. <laughs> there we go. And, 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 and according to Steve, we don't even have to ask Diane Lane for likeness rights. No, we, just, no. we just do it and then yeah. Yeah. wait if we see if we get called out for see if, it. See if we get a cease and desist. See if they notice. <laughs> oh, no. call, it, call it Diane Street. Diane Avenue. There you go, Diane Avenue. Diane Boulevard. Yeah, starring Diane Avenue as the Hua Martha. (laughs) Not for nothing, Batman. She was a Hua. Look at her. I'm not going to tell you again, Robin. It's my fucking mother. It's my mother you're talking about, Robin. I swear to God. I swear to God, I got to tell you one more time. I'm going to take you out back and I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Not for nothing. Go, go, go get some Gabagool, Robin. Gabagool. Go, go get some. <laughs> Gabagool.com. I'm James Gandalf Batman. <laughs> James Gandalf Batman. <laughs> hey, hey, Alfred. Uh, you got me some pursuit down here in the cave. I got, uh, I got a bunch of smoke beats uh-huh. down here. Uh-huh. What the hell was that? I think that's Todd. Oh. <laughs> but you got some more beats. 